to Wait, men are you going to do an OnlyFans? Listen, if I were to do an OnlyFans, my mother's been pressuring me, honestly, to be very honest with you. Because Shut the fuck up. Yes, Your mom's because... pressuring you to do an OnlyFans? <laughs> like, I don't want to say pressuring, but Jessica, like... Jessica, <laughs> we got to pay the rent. Show the titties. Show the titties. She... No, listen, let me explain to you what happened. <laughs> I think this does need some explanation. Your mom is pressuring you to do OnlyFans? What the it's fuck? It's not as bad as it sounds. Listen to what happened. It sounds so pretty then... bad. There's no way to justify this, Jessica. No, there's a lot of ways It's to in the most loving way possible. She's very supportive. It doesn't fucking matter. So, can I can I explain? <laughs> Go ahead. Can so, I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> so, that's what he said. So anyway, <laughs> Welcome to the All American Savage Show podcast with your host John Burke and his far more attractive co-host me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. It is a beautiful day down here in Richardson, Texas. It doesn't feel like Satan's asshole for once. Fall is set. The leaves are falling. And we've got with us one of the rare people out there that openly claims to be a dictator on social media. And I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. We have Jessica Harlow. We've been, like, wanting to coordinate this interview for a very long time. And I finally, like, I just started bugging you. He's like, come on the show. Come on the show. Because you're a very busy person. Yeah, it's not it's not easy being a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you make time for it? Like, I know that you're you're big into fashion, you're big into politics, you're in social media, um, you got a lot of balls in the air. No pun intended. How do you make time for like being such a a very loving and caring dictator? <laughs> I'm a very benevolent dictator. Um, listen, it's all about prioritization. <laughs> I always make time to talk shit on the internet. So for people that don't know you, where did you get your start at? Because I don't even know how you and I started following each other on social media. You posted something and I saw a blue check. I was like, who is this? And I look at what you post. It's like, okay, I like her. Like she's got some depth. <laughs> I like this. And she doesn't fucking care. Thanks. Uh, well, I started out doing uh, makeup tutorials on YouTube when I was like 19 years old. Mm -hmm. So that was, I was an influencer, I guess, for the last, for about 10 years mm -hmm. I was. And then the COVID stuff happened and it just made me... <clears throat> rethink everything I kind of wanted to get out of it and I just didn't really have like the opportunity to leave you know what I mean because mm -hmm. it was just like just keep going but everything kind of came to a standstill so it gave me the chance to be like well here's here's my exit mm -hmm. so um what made you want to do that I it just got to be so sure. phony and it was like a lot of ass kissing and I'm not really good at ass kissing. You if don't I, say. <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was. I wish I didn't have integrity. I would be so rich. Um, but <laughs> but unfortunately, I You're do. You're also from New York. Yeah. But like yeah, original so, yeah. New York, not New York now. Yeah. Like the fucking the Trump era New York where like, hey, go yes. fuck yourself. Watch it. I'm walking here. Yes. That's that's who I am, basically. Um, that's what I grew up with. So. 
I just couldn't stand the ass kissing. I couldn't stand how fake everything was. Mm -hmm. And then politics would come into it, especially with the COVID stuff happening. And it was just like, I realized how much was a lie and how much was just smoke and mirrors. And it just made me want to be like, this is not something that I really want to participate in. Cause it's like, are these the people that I want to surround myself with? Mm-hmm. And like the more successful you get and the more of these people you surround yourself with, it's really like they're they're pushing of one side of the coin a lot. And I'm were like, you, were you not. anyway political prior to you prior to covid? Were you in that? No, sphere not really. At all? Not really. really. And I was always very kind of like middle of the road. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't consider myself either or. But if you had asked me pre covid what I was, I would probably say a Democrat, I would think mm-hmm. so. It wasn't until, but like everything with COVID just like flipped everything upside down. And like the party that was all about love and tolerance is suddenly not. Um, you have to be careful with what, you were, what you're saying. And I was noticing shades of that happening pre-COVID for mm-hmm. maybe about a few years before that. Like once they started with the trans stuff. And at first I was like, okay, I get that some people feel differently. I'm not going to hate somebody for it. Maybe there's something we can understand here. But it started going a bit too far. Yeah. And I was telling people years ago, I was like, they're going to turn this into pedophilia is normal. And people thought I was nuts. And I was yeah. like, I was like, what's to stop someone? Like, where are we going to draw the line? And things weren't even that crazy yet. And I was saying, where, where is this leading to? And that's something that Democrats don't really do. They don't really think about what's next and there's mm-hmm. always a next <clears throat> so i mean they keep screaming for progress and i'm just like where are the lines mm-hmm. <laughs> where are no the it's lines? funny you say that i said the exact same thing i was like on the heels of this transgender issue transgender issue that's when they're going to or at least pedophiles are going to make their attempt to become a minority within the lgbt and that's why I see the LGBT is losing ground. Like people are saying, no, I don't support the organization anymore. It's like they, yeah. when you sit there and you as a group, as a whole, as a community, don't stand up and speak out against the grooming of children, the, the attempts of the MAPS, minor attracted people, whatever they want to call these fruitcakes now. Yeah. When you <laughs> include them into your organization, then your organization needs to burn. Anyone that I attaches agree. themselves to pedophiles, then no, I have no, and I don't care what your colors are. I don't care if you fly the yeah. rainbow flag. Yeah, I don't care either. And I've noticed a lot of people that I know who are gay and they're Mm -hmm. like in the LGBT like umbrella. A lot of them are just saying like, wait a minute, we did Mm -hmm. not we we didn't sign up for for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And I mean, then there's the other argument, because like I I have heard this argument and I agree with it where they're like, okay, if, you know, drag queens shouldn't be like necessarily involved with children, especially like under, under a vulgar context. They're mm-hmm. like, well, what about child beauty pageants? And I agree with that yeah, argument. I'm like, absolutely. I always thought that that was beyond bizarre. Like John Benet Ramsey, I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know how we're getting into this subject, but um, no, I love it. It's I a remember, good point. I remember thinking to myself because I was obsessed with that story, and I was like, these people came from memes. They weren't like the country bumpkins who didn't have like two nickels to rub together, and they're like, well, we have a cute child. Let's like, yeah. you know, try to make some money here. We're talking these people had means they were at the time considered like upper middle class, at least Mm -hmm. they don't put their kids in pageants. Mm. A lot of it is because, I mean, you're who are the people in this audience? Like, who who are they parading their child around for? So I've heard that argument and I agree with that as well. I'm like, I think that's wrong, too. It's Mm -hmm. it's sexualization of children. 
and I think it's disgusting. I, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think that people on the opposing side, when they say, when they try and do a whataboutism with the, well, trans kids, well, what about child beauty pageants? Like, whoa, 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 let's focus on one issue at a time. But I will agree with them and say, yeah, you're right. Child beauty pageants are sexualizing children. And also, let's take it a step further. Let's say, like, look, we're teaching these children from a very young age that beauty is a competition. Yeah. That you can place first in any kind of competition based upon something that God gave you and that you didn't earn personally whatsoever. So when I see the left try and use this as a gotcha moment, it's like, that's not a gotcha moment. And also the things that people wake up to have become, have become normalized. Like our entire life, child beauty, especially down here in Texas, it's mm -hmm. everywhere. But yeah. then you kind of take a step back and say, wait a minute, we've been conditioned to think this is normal. This is not normal. And this is not right. Yeah. So, you start tracing back yes. to other things that just kind of went over your head. Like mm -hmm. the, the drag queen stuff is probably more in our face because there's a mm -hmm. lot of vulgarity. I mean, that pageant or what, not pageant, um, they brought the kids to a club and like there was a yeah. sign in the back that said it's not going to lick itself. Mm -hmm. It's like that just makes it like beyond obvious. Um, but there's a lot of things that I think we did like overlook um, in the past and that we kind of were like, how did this, how did we even let this happen? Who thought this, this was yeah. normal? No one said anything. We just accepted it. Yeah. So, but that's the thing with progress. It's like, that's why it's when you allow something, it's like, what else is going to be the next step? Nothing really stops until you say this is the line. Yeah, exactly. And I see that with the transgender issue. It's like, okay, so if we're going to allow men to become women, women to become men, and I can easily say it now we see pedophilia and I'm pretty sure, it, I mean, it's definitely not going to stop there, but what's next? Like, what is the next step? Because it just seems like the more that we go down this woke rabbit hole of insanity, uh, it's all sex-based. It's all sex-based yeah. and it's like, and it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And I'm, I'm more libertarian. I'm like center of the road. It's kind of like, do what you want to do. I just don't want to pay for it. But that's not the case. Same. That's, that's clearly not the case. That's more of my like actual political stance technically is more libertarian. Like I, I don't go super right on some issues. Like it's like I'm not left enough for, for some and I'm not conservative enough for others. But um, yeah, it's it's. It's a when, circus. When you made the transition, no pun intended, and if you did make the transition, well done. You look you look quality. You look real. Good for you. Um, geez, I'm talking to a New York, and I got the, I, I grew up in New York. I have family in Staten Island. I would spend summers in Staten Island, Tom's River, New Jersey. Oh, no uh, the, wonder we get along so well. <laughs> I fucking, I love New York. New York gets a bad rap because everybody is kind of like, oh, they're so rude up there. It's like, yeah, if you're a prick. It's like, but yeah. there have been so many times I'll be on, like, I'll be downtown Manhattan looking for something, looking like a tourist. Somebody's like, hey, you need some help? I'm like, what, you get a mug me? Like, no, I'll help you. It's like, holy shit. Just don't yeah. go on the subways. It's a shock. Yeah, it is. It is. But when you made the transition away from being the beauty influencer into what you're doing now, I imagine you lost a lot of followers. You lost a lot of friends. Um, I lost a lot of followers at some point, but then I was also gaining a lot of people as well. So it was more of like a quality versus quantity. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like I, I want only people who, who, even if they disagree with me, they can respect it. Mm -hmm. Or I want people who... Um, actually have common sense to be following me, to be honest. I'm like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't, you know, maybe, maybe from like a making money perspective, it's better to have people that don't have too much common sense. Um, I mean, that's how most businesses are afloat these days, yeah. right? Um, the most ridiculous shit that people yeah. make billions off of. Um, but I was just like, I would rather have quality people over just like some fucking vanity metric that doesn't doesn't really mean anything like I want people who are actually open open-minded enough to hear things that they might not agree with um open-minded enough to think about what I'm saying mm -hmm. um 
or they're on board and they're already like, this is what they think. So I did lose from there. Friendship wise, not so much more so like within like the beauty industry, that sort of thing. Yeah. There were some, some, uh, breaks there, but not money to be honest. That's good. Did like, you lose no one any that deals? Once, once, mm -hmm. but it wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal. Okay. So what are you doing now? Now, um, well, basically I had had invested pre like the pandemic and everything. So that worked out. Okay. It's given me a nice cushion. I'm not like, you know, rolling in money by any means, but it's been fine. Um, I, I was coming out with like eBooks and talking about like manifestation, things like that. So that was helping everything kind of transition where I didn't feel so desperate that I needed to have, you know, yeah. brand deals and things. So now I'm kind of just working on like the next phase because I definitely don't want to sit and be like having to depend on sponsors anymore, having to um, be that concerned with, yeah. you know, social media and Instagram, et cetera. Do so, you think in the future, and this is, you're an influencer as well. Like, do you see in the future people are going to start pulling away from social media due to the levels of toxicity that is currently just continuously grow within it? I think so. I, I, I've noticed a lot more people stepping back. I notice a lot more people changing how they're using social media, how often they're using it, um, what they're sharing. Um, I think it's just become such, especially over the last few years where people were kind of like stuck at home more. Um, I, I think like everybody's just kind of had enough of it. Yeah. In a it way. seems like it's only getting worse. It seems like the, the demonization of each side is only growing louder and louder. Yeah. But I definitely see the left has just doubled down. I, I've said this multiple times on previous shows or previous podcasts, but it's like the DNC has allowed the extremists within their organization, within their movements, such as Antifa, the MAPS, uh, the grooming of children, they're letting them, and they are certainly not the majority in the DNC. You still have majority moderate Democrats um, are basically the majority in the DNC, but it seems like these insane groups are now taking control and the left is sinking fast. Like the DNC, yeah. it seems like the progressive moderates, if you can call them that, are kind of like, okay, what the hell has our party become? And they're starting to say, you know what, center or right, like this is just too much. Do you see that? Yeah, I, I am seeing that. I mean, I've seen people who I remember years ago were a lot more left and remained left even during all of the you know, restrictions and things. And I'm seeing them now more so like understanding it and getting it and, mm -hmm. and starting to realize like, this is not, this is not the party for us. I think like, I remember a priest told me this once and I found it to be very interesting coming from a priest, but he's like, sometimes you have to give people enough rope and they'll hang themselves. Yeah. And I think that's what, what's been going on. I think they also have, you don't really need to do too much to screw that side or that party. You just kind of need to let leave them alone because they end up eating each other. Yeah. And I think a lot of them are starting to realize that things have gotten so far beyond out of hand mm -hmm. that they're next. Like if they haven't mm -hmm. gotten to you yet, yeah. you're, you're, you're next. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like this woke monster you've created. They, they have no boundaries. If you look at no. Antifa, you know, they'll go after anybody. And, and this yeah, is the thing remember Antifa, how are they doing? 
haven't heard they're, from them in a while. I have no, a feeling no, like we will. They're, they're still up in Portland. They're, they're doing their thing. Like Trump said he was going to make them a terrorist organization. That didn't <laughs> happen. It's like these people inflict violence to further a political cause, yet they blame the right for that. And it's kind of like, okay, what's going on here? But I mean, it was so bizarre what was going on during the you know peaceful protest. And that's the thing. See, so many people are so scared of speaking out because they're like, oh, they're going to call me tra uh, transphobic. They're going to call yeah. me racist. They're going to call oh, me yeah. whatever. It's like, who cares what they call you? Their <laughs> exactly. words have no meaning. They was, change them all the time. It's funny people you say that. I was thinking about that today. Protests. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking um, about that today to where it's kind of like, if I disagree with transgenderism, or for example, I follow this gym dude on on the thing, uh, and he, he calls out these fitness, these fake fitness influencers. But anyway, this guy he's going after was asked a question. He said, what would you rather have to deal with, a daughter that's an ethot or a gay son? And the guy's like, why are you going to put me in this situation? And this gym guy's going after, like, why are you so homophobic? It's like, wait a minute. What's wrong with a father not wanting his son to be gay? It doesn't mean you're going to hate him if he's gay. It certainly doesn't mean you're going to, like, regret him. No. But it's kind of like, but would we say the same thing if, say, for example, a father wants his son to be gay? Well, then now you're hating on straight people. What's wrong with being straight? So it's like you can't have two sides of this coin and only argue one side. And I see this continuously on the left to where it's kind of like, well, you're a homophobe. You're a transphobe. It's like phobia means denotes the fear of. You keep using these words out of context, and they have no meaning, like you just said. Like, who cares what they call you? I, I agree. But I mean, I think it's also how people articulate things, because it's just like, it, in my opinion, if somebody were to say, oh, I don't um, I don't I, I wouldn't want my son to be gay or something. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I have anything against gay people. I mean, I think it's just I mean, we can't have a world where everybody is gay. And I love gays. Mm -hmm. I love gays. I have no problem with the transgender people like, you know, the, the ones who are really just doing their thing. They're not trying to bother anybody mm -hmm. or whatever. I have no problem with people like that whatever they want to do, as long as they're not like doing anything with children or hurting mm -hmm. people. Um, but we can't have a whole world full of just gay people or just transgenders because I mean, how are we going to procreate? <laughs> Procreation. I think I in mean, their mind they were saying vitro. Yeah, yes, but we're having all the gay babies. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's, but just, yeah, it's not like, look, it doesn't sound like too bad. It must be a great party. But, um, I bet they're dressed very well. They're dressed very well. Everything is very exist clean for a reason. and neat yes. and organized. They're probably uh, great at decorating, interior design, amazing musicals, can probably sing music, and dance. Great music, great food. I like, love how people like, stop confirming these stereotypes. Great. Go to a Broadway musical, a, a popular one. Almost every single male Listen, actor is fucking if the gay. Stereotypes, if the stereotypes are positive, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, do you wait, think wait, wait. I care if the stereotypes Women cannot drive. Women cannot drive. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm not totally playing. No, I agree. I agree with you. Stereotypes exist from a kernel of truth. Yes, there there is some truth to basically all the stereotypes. I'm Greek. The stereotypes for Greek people, very true. I'm not saying a hundred. I do. And you're um, Italian though too, right? No, I'm just Greek. You're just where'd straight you Greek. Get, yes, where'd you get Italian from? I don't know. You come off as Italian. You're just very <laughs> fucking like ah bafangul. I don't know. I well, just Greeks I, are very similar. This is true. This is actually very true. That's a good very point. Very similar. We're very uh, passionate people. When was the last time you went to Greece? Too long ago. Too long really? ago. I wanted to go this year, um, but I, I've heard it's really like it's not the Greece that it used to be. It's mm. like unless you're really going to like very nice locations, it's like it's crap. But well, I do also don't like there? I do. But like nobody really talks to each other. I got to be honest with you. I really hate Greek people. And as a Greek, <laughs> I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking say it. Because you know what the 
thing is, everybody thinks I'm going to let people in on a secret, and there's going to be a lot of Greeks because actually, oh, this is going to be down, good. Hang yeah, on, folks. If you sit down with some Greeks, they will tell you that the worst people they know are actually Greeks. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like I, I I could say this again because I'm Greek, so it's like fine. But honestly, if somebody else said it, I would agree. But like Greek people, that everybody has this thing of like, oh, you know, they're so nice, they're so warm, they're so welcoming. No, the fuck they're not. Go to Greece, go sit down with Greek people, go visit their home, broke. And you, I will tell you, you will have a very, very different experience. They are really not what you think. Not what you think. I've been to Greece, and I, you know, I don't remember off the top of my head because I kind of did my own thing. I was doing a lot of touristy shit, but uh, I never interacted. Really, I was gonna say with the local wildlife. I never really <laughs> interacted very much with the local populace. I was just, I was busy. It's like I wanted to see all this historic stuff. So now, I don't Listen, remember. They'll, they'll the be nice to your face, but they'll, oh, they will say things behind your back that you, oh my god. No, they're really not. They're see, not. Now you, you sound Italian again. Now you sound like an Italian family. <laughs> like you see, you see your fucking aunt. You see what she wore to the thing. This fucking I mean, slut. Listen, what, what? I, no wonder she can't find a guy. She keeps dressing like a fucking whore. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's not whore. It's hua. Hua. A fucking it's a hua. hua. A hua. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was raised. My mother spoke like that. A lot of people think my mom's Italian, but she's mm -hmm. kind of like if if because she looks like Cher. But if you took Cher and Tony Soprano and oh they had God. a kid, it would be my mother. I don't know how to feel about that. Cher is very attractive, very talented, stupid as a box of fucking rocks. But yeah, Tony know, Soprano, but he's, he was no catch. But even still, that would be an interesting combo to see. But, like, her attitude is full oh, okay. Tony Soprano. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so she's... Are, is it true that Greek women are hairy? Yeah, they are. Okay, because I see a lot of comments in my Rumble chat. There's, like, <laughs> Greek women have the bus, best mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we work very hard and tirelessly to not have them. But if I was a liberal, I could let it just... Absolutely. You could, could let, let that shit grow. grow. They'll praise you for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like underarm hair. It's all... I so gross. I want to ask you a question, and I don't think this is too personal, but what's the dating world like up there in New York where you're at? Are you currently dating anybody, or what's that like for I'm you up dating. there? I'm dating. I'm okay. dating. I haven't had any issues with dating. I don't really? know. Well, look at me. Uh, but also, it's my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's honest, folks. I'll give this to her. This is why I like her. She's fucking well, honest. Well, I people, appreciate that. Honestly, Have you seen me? I would fuck me. I would, and I do. Uh, but listen, <laughs> the thing is... <laughs> We're going to have you as a regular on this show. Oh, my God. Anytime. But um, <laughs> it's also... I feel like my personality really does me a lot of favors because people really feel like... I don't... Uh, listen, you know what I think is very rare? Finding women in, in New York who are normal. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean... I don't know if I would say I'm like normal, but compared to yeah. look, my hair is not blue. I, I <laughs> no hair below the eyebrows. Um, and, and I have common sense. You're like the traditional woman and not in a bad way. You're just like, you're a woman that embraces her femininity. She understands yeah. that. And you know, I'm dating someone who's very similar. She is very feminine, very focused on fashion, very into how she feels, how she looks, taking care of herself. Whole new, whole new thing for me because in the dating world, you know, in my mind, it's like you want to empower women. They're your equal. Yeah, but hers kind of like, no, I want to be with you, but I'm your woman. You take care of me. It's like, yeah. this no, is, and I that's. Think, I think a lot of women don't have the balls to say that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think yeah. in New York, especially, um, because look, you can't be a, an idiot of a woman in New York. Like you have to figure out how to, you know, make things work for you. So there is going to be, you have to tap into your masculinity too. Yeah. But a lot of women, I think, go into dating and they're, they lead with their dick. Mm-hmm. 
Like they go in with like their career and their accomplishments. I talk about literally nothing. I don't think it's, I don't think it's relevant. Do you think it's a flip flop? Like you have to be that type of person when you're in the dating scene, because number one, you do have to pay your own bills. You do have to take care of yourself. But then when you find that man that you click with, then his masculinity allows you to embrace and exemplify your femininity. Yeah. I I don't, I, I, if I feel like I need to be in my masculine with a man, it's just like, it's, that's not the guy for me. It's Mm -hmm. probably a Democrat, first of all. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. I got so many good sound bites from the show already. I'm going (laughs) to fucking love this. I'm going to fucking love this. (laughs) No, well, I'm just saying, it's just, I, a lot of women, I feel like they go with the empowerment and it's like, it's fine to be empowered in like your personal life, your work life, whatever you need to do. But like when you're with a man, you should just be able to just be a woman and just be Mm -hmm. a girl and let him, let him lead. What does that mean to you as far as be a woman? Be a woman means like, listen more than you speak. Let him talk. And I'm going to counter that though. Now I'm going to counter that though. What if you got a stupid man and then I could count, then I could counter that with, then you're dating the wrong man. Yeah, again, then it's like you should find them interesting. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa as well. Like women, you know, I've been seeing a lot of this stuff on on TikTok especially, which is fucking cancer. TikTok is just Jesus Christ. Um, but there's been this push now for masculine men to take back masculinity. You and I were talking before the show about Andrew Tate, people yeah. such as him, who might go a little overboard in certain areas, but I think his message overall is like there's nothing wrong with being masculine. There's nothing wrong with being a manly man because women actually do want that. Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't, I didn't follow Andrew Tate. So I don't know, like his whole like library of what he said. So I I probably don't agree with all of it, Mm -hmm. but I mean, just from, if we were to take that kind of nugget out of it and just be like masculinity, I mean, that's what there's a war on Mm -hmm. pretty much right now. It's like, if you look at even the guys that they promote a lot, let's say in Hollywood, cause that's where you look at Hollywood, the people who make it, it's not really so much of an accident. Like Mm -hmm. there's some people that are successful, but like they won't get, let's say, the same kind of uh, hype around them, the same Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, media push. The ones that get the media push, a lot of the times they're kind of like emasculated. Like we have like people like Harry Styles. I was literally about to say Harry Styles has been accused of uh, queer baiting and. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet or whatever. It's like who in their right mind would bang either of these guys? Like I I don't understand it. They're Mm -hmm. very. They're not very masculine. They're very feminine men mm-hmm. in a way. Liberal I mean, women. yeah, exactly. And it's just like, why is that being promoted? And then on the other hand, look at the women that get promoted so much. It's like women who are they're leading with their masculine. You might think that they're oh, they're leading with their bodies and like mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, et cetera. It's like, yeah, but there's also kind of a masculinity to that. Yeah, it's like they're not really they're they're exploiting most men, anyway, if they were good-looking women, they would be doing what Kim Kardashian is doing. Oh, fuck Put yeah. it that way. Yeah, Put it that absolutely, way. yeah. So that means it's actually masculine. It's not really feminine. It's interesting that you make that point, though, because I see women, they make this argument of, you know, we have to be very masculine to make it in this man's world. And it's like, well, let's let's break that down then. What does making it mean to you? Because if we're going to talk about as a society making it, then the next time you drive by some road construction workers or electrical repair line workers, find out how many women are in that crew. What is making it mean? Because making it as a society means you actually got to pull the shit jobs as well when it comes to manual labor. I've worked manual labor. It's not fun, especially in Texas heat. Didn't see any women, not a one. And they no, had the ability to. Because they're not they're not stupid. They're just lying. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think women definitely bring and that's that's why I think feminism 
didn't necessarily define it accurately that men and women are definitely not the same. We are not equal. We are That's different in many. That's something I used to get. Yeah, I used to get are, shit about that. All we're the different time in so many ways, but that's the kind of like the yin and yang. It's like where men are masculine and very disciplined, very hard nosed and emotionless. Sometimes women bring the opposite to balance out the man, and yeah. vice versa for well, the woman. Look, both men and women have both in them. Mm-hmm. Everybody has masculine <laughs> and feminine. No, they- <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> Both men and women have masculine and feminine in them. It's just like everybody's mm-hmm. more, but it's like different. They bring out different sides of each other and different things that they're doing bring out different aspects of them. Yeah. Um, like I said, a woman, if she's going to work, you're going to see more of a masculine side of her. But when mm-hmm. she's at home with her family, her husband, her boyfriend, <clears throat> whoever, that's going to be more likely her feminine. Mm-hmm. And I've even asked this of like, of, of gay people that I know, gay couples, I'm like, do you have masculine and feminine like in your relationship? Is there someone who's m- more masculine, and more feminine? And all of them have said, absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot have two aggressive gay dudes. You can't. No. It doesn't work. One of them has. And there's jokes no. about it, the bottom bitch, the passive mother. That's the truth. You cannot yeah. have two masculine people, two alphas, for example. Two alphas usually do not. That's when they talk about, like, Trump and DeSantis running on a ticket. I was like, no, you cannot have two alphas. DeSantis is a fucking alpha. Trump's an I, alpha. They would I, bang I heads. I I don't <clears throat> think they should be on a ticket together. No. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Mike Pence was a bitch. He was the passive. Yes. He was he was the bottom bitch. Trump was the alpha. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like Mike Pence ever. So. I thought he was kind of a, I don't know. I, I, I hated him. <laughs> Why did but you hate Trump, him? He just sucked. Listen, um, <laughs> I don't want to go into all of it, but okay. I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, I feel like Trump sometimes picks the worst mm-hmm. possible. He he has a terrible picker, is all I have to say. That he doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Sometimes no, because he has a like, very big ego, and that's in that's my the New opinion, Yorker. What, that's the New Yorker yeah, coming out in him. But that's also, I think, what makes DeSantis more appealing is De- DeSantis speaks when he needs to speak. Yes. He doesn't. He doesn't overstate anything. He says what's necessary, and he moves on and gets back to work. Trump, he likes the spotlight. He likes to talk. He's a Gemini. I mean, that's just how it goes. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Here I'm a Gemini. That's why you talk so much. (laughs) I'm not playing this game. I dated this one girl who was so big into horoscopes. And literally, she would. Did it, she it ask would, your birth time? The, fuck yeah! Soon? She wanted my. She wanted to chart me. She wanted to talk to my mom about what time how, I was born. Now, how soon did she ask you? Within the first month, or wow, within the first okay. week, she, within the first she week. She waited. Okay. No, it was it was like right away, and she was like, oh, "I don't take it that seriously, but I do need to know what time you were born and what day." Yeah, I was like, "No, it's, I'm not it's fucking necessary. playing." Necessary. <laughs> I, I always make a joke. I'm like, if she hasn't asked you what time you were born, she's not that into you. But sometimes, <laughs> but you know what the thing is? Like, I've stopped doing that lately because I'm just like, you know, what has it really taught me in the past? Basically, nothing. Exactly. Not it's called much. the Barnum effect. If you don't know basic so psychology, like, it's, it's called the Barnum bad effect. Luck. I'm like, maybe it's bad luck to ask, so I stopped asking. There were all these memes circulating around about when this dude is texting his dad or his mom saying, hey, dad, what time or mom, what time was I born? And she instantly responds with don't. It's like, leave her now, right now, leave her. She's not the one for you. It's like, bro, because I was like, oh, this is stupid. And then I dated two of them. It's like, oh, no, there's truth to this. And then some people take it as doctrine. Like they will, the alignment of the planets dictates how they're going to live their life. So if Mercury's in the Gatorade or whatever the fuck they call it, 
Oh my God. And so the, the girl I, mean, I dated. I, I think about it. I can, I take it into consideration, but I also am pretty practical. I'm balanced. Okay. I'm like, That's I'm, fair. I'm, I'm woo woo, but I kind of mix it with some practice. <laughs> you're you're woo woo? What is woo woo? Yeah. Woo woo is like very spiritual and like. <laughs> okay. You know, you're very woo woo. Intuitive. Yeah. I'm a Jessica little bit woo woo. Jessica Harlow's <laughs> Church of Woo Woo. I like this. It's fun. Listen, it's not the gospel, but I mean, it, there is some truth to it. Well, I just tell everybody if they do ask me about my son, it's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I stuck a crystal up my ass before I talked to you. We're good. Like it counterbalances all of it. We're, you know, mercury retrograde. I'm just stuffing crystals now stuff up my ass. It, that'll get you a liberal for sure. Cause they oh, love, absolutely. They love to put things up their men's ass. <laughs> I've been hearing this. They, they, they're the ones who peg. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's not just liberal women. No. It's oh, not no? just that. No. There is there. I follow this one account and it's so fucking funny. It's called TikTok Boots. And <laughs> the term boot refers to the military of uh, somebody who's newly enlisted. They're cherries, they're rookies. They say and do the dumbest shit. They show off the most. But on TikTok Boots, he's exposed. There's a lot of pegging that goes on in the military. When you read his comments, his messages, it's oh, fucking that's nuts. different from military. Dif- you can't judge what people are doing when they when there's no women around. No, 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 no. This is with women. This is not with men. Oh, wait. Hold on. So, wait. In the military, women are pegging men? Not just the military, but it definitely showed a side to where you have a lot of conservative men, hardcore alpha men in the military. And with TikTok boots, I'm sitting there's like, and I talked to this dude. It's like, oh, no, it's real. They DM me this shit all the time. Some of me will say this. They'll send pictures. I'm like, oh, no shit. And now here's right, the thing. I don't, care, I don't care what you do in your sex life. doesn't matter to me. The government <laughs> shouldn't be involved. You want to go out there and stick a pine cone up your ass? I don't fucking care. Just I don't want to pay for it. I mean, it. it's not hurting anybody. I, exactly. I mean, maybe I the person fuck. where the pine cone is. <laughs> If I that's what you're into, because I've dated women that love to be choked, spanked, uh, bleed, wax. It doesn't bother me. It's like, if that's what you're into, I'm not going to judge you for it. I'll, okay. I'll help you fulfill that fantasy because, again, that's what your sexual needs are. That's important. If it involves gerbils, I'm probably not so much, but, you know. So gerbils and live yeah. animals, is that where you draw the line? That's where I draw the line. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good line. Did the gerbil piss on my floor or shit on my floor? Like, If it did, then, okay, you're going up somebody's ass. Then you had it coming, but no, I'm just There's a lot of hospital <clears throat> visits that happen from that i've heard i don't doubt that i don't <laughs> doubt that but no uh watching tiktok boots and stuff like this there's a lot of sexual promiscuity that is <clears throat> behind closed doors but it does occur and i was like huh interesting really i thought it was a lot of liberal women pegging their their men because these betas i mean they must bend over nope Mm-mm. it's it's everywhere and i i also because i'd had this discussion with somebody else and she'd also told me that she was under the impression, and this blew my mind. I was also kind of offended. Like, I normally don't get offended, but that was kind of like, okay, I'm a little offended by this. But she was under the impression that when men in the military are on deployment and there's no women there, we fuck each other. Yeah, I mean, I would, to be honest, I... No! This doesn't happen! <laughs> Where the fuck did this come from? This isn't Greece. This is not Sparta. <laughs> this, what yes, the fuck? These stereotypes, there's truth to that. There is truth to this. It's most, very true. Most Greek men are bisexual. Yeah, Surprise. and they, even, even back in the day, they said Leonidas was also gay or bisexual. They would fuck each other. But yeah. no, I can tell you, I did four and a half years in Iraq and Afghanistan. Not once... Not once did I hear or see or even do or see men fucking each other. Now, of course, there are gay people. That's going to happen. Yeah. But by and large, no, we don't fuck each other. We just jerk off to porn. That, oh, that's okay. It. Yeah. That's reassuring. But what about in prison? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably, yeah. Okay. If, you, if there's, like, no way out and you're there for life, you probably are going to fuck men. Okay. That's all you got. I would got. assume. Like, I'm just... Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. I even have people in the comments say, yeah, nope, as a female Marine can confirm this doesn't happen. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, but I don't know where that came from. Like, where the fuck did that stereotype originate from? Because that's like, I don't what know. The hell? I think it's just like logic, sort of. Really? Yeah, I think you're just like, well, if there's nothing. I'm going to stick with nothing because I'm not gay. I don't know. I don't want to okay. fuck a dude. Well, I, forgot, I forgot that there is like the option of porn, but yeah. I don't know. It's like, do people really want to replace porn actually with sex? I know a lot of people do. Well, it depends on sex with what? Well, does it matter? Yes, absolutely okay. matters. Okay. Listen, everybody <laughs> looks the same in the dark. No, they don't. They certainly don't feel the same either. I will know the difference between a skinny chick and a fat chick in the dark. I will. I can tell. I don't mean that. I mean because well, when you grab the fat chick's boobs, they go honka honka. It's different. Okay. <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> no, but I'd heard these stereotypes. It's like, What's where does this come from? <laughs> oh, hey, you can get a free one. I don't know if they still run that promotion. You get a free one if you get the jab. I don't know. I don't know if that still applies. Did you get the jab? No. You did. Oh, why didn't you get the jab? I have a brain. Like, what I'm do you just, mean? no, I'm just asking. I just want to hear what? why you personally get the jab. I didn't either. I'm, I'm all okay. supportive of that. Yeah, I, I didn't because I like it's just for what? For what? Well, this it makes the like, symptoms less. You're still going to get it, but apparently it just makes the symptoms a little bit less, even though that's bullshit. Listen, <laughs> I know people who should have died from COVID allegedly, right? If mm -hmm. whatever, given their and they didn't. Mm -hmm. So, why would I? get something and I, I researched so much about it and this whole like it, it being mRNA technology because that's the thing when this whole thing started I was very pro vaccine and I thought okay I, I knew the scam immediately like when this all started I was like really but yeah but they were saying you're talking about, I was you're so, talking about COVID or the vaccine yeah, the COVID but okay. like because once they were saying oh there's this virus going around and at, at very first they were telling us that it was like they were making it seem like it was like a 50-50 chance you can die from this, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, if it's something that's so deadly, of course they're going to make a vaccine. And I was like, they're going to make a vaccine and everybody's going to have to get it to um, to be able to travel, to be able to go to – I don't know where I was getting this information from in my brain, but I was like, it's going to be for going to restaurants. It's going to be for doing absolutely anything. You're on the money. Yeah, but I was pro-vaccine <clears throat> and I was like, I'll just get it and move on. And then I started – like, because I was – on board with this propaganda for about two, three weeks. And then I started to really like dig because I had a, a friend of mine tell me that so-and-so um, was in the hospital, died of cancer. Their daughter died of cancer and they wrote down that they died of COVID. There was never a test done or anything. And I was like, wait a minute. So like the conspiracy theories that like my mother's listening to, like there, there's yeah. truth to that. <clears throat> and at that time they still hadn't wiped the internet so much. So that's when I started digging. And I started realizing, holy crap, this is actually like a, like the numbers are not what the numbers are because they're just labeling everything as a COVID death. Um, there's money that's being given to the hospitals in favor of this. So, of mm -hmm. course, they're incentivized to lie. So then I was like, this is a whole big scam. So why would they want? And then they started talking about the vaccine. And I was like, so hold on, there's a scam going on, but you want this thing to be put into everybody's bodies. And there's a lot of pressure on it. I was like, 100 percent. No. Worldwide. Like, does it anything that's going to be given for free, anything that is the result of a problem that's not even really a problem is a no for me. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started waking up really quickly and falling down the rabbit holes and learning way too much. Um, and I was just so no, so no, I, 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 I mean, there was a point where a lot of conspiracy theorists were afraid that they were going to come to your house with guns and like force you mm -hmm. to take 
this thing. And I was just like, I would rather die. I already made that decision. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather be shot than take it. And I was completely okay with it. And if it came down to that, even today, which I know just, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying if, the, if that came to it, I was already like, I've made my decision. It, it's it, when it first hit um, <clears throat> the conspiracy theories around <clears throat> this world, it was very hard to differentiate between what was truth and what was uh fiction. But the problem that I've seen though is I've had many debates with people on the other side um, and the the commonality they all have is that they're always going to go back and reference what studies and scientists are showing. And the problem is that you don't have scientists on the left. You basically have scientists that are actually political activists who are going to skew the data to fit and conform to their political bias. Well, and also speaking of why I felt so against the vaccine was because when they were having like treatments that were coming out and they were lying because you know how to read and understand why how they got to certain results. Because, like, for example, with hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. where they were like, well, the Lancet study says that it doesn't work. And it actually people died. It's like, did you read what the study like what they actually did? Because mm-hmm. they were waiting until a lot of these people were basically at death's door before right. giving them this medication. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, they were also giving them way higher doses than they were supposed to get. If you take a higher dose of Tylenol, you can yeah. die. Liver damage, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you can die. If you take enough, if you take too much of any medication, even the safest you can imagine, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you can die. So, Or you're going to have a, a bad reaction. It's This is common sense. But no, they just look at the headlines. And that's what I noticed was going on is everybody, most people are just looking at the headlines. They're not... Yeah. Reading the actual articles, they're not reading between the lines because if you're if you, if you're smart enough, and you don't even have to be that smart, you can kind of gather what they're actually trying to say, but like avoiding actually saying. Yeah, well, it's even like political. Read, it's like political yeah, talk. Yeah, when you read mainstream articles, you can kind of see the manipulation if you know how to read between the lines. And a lot, yeah. I did not know that so many people really do not know how to read between the lines and understand like. What, you know, what's the, what's the goal here? You're so, dead on the money. But I think, but you came to that conclusion though, because you'd seen the lies they consistently told you. You had some ability. Like, so for me, the thing is, and I'm not trying to sound like well, I didn't we're plugged think in there the were matrix. Lies then. I didn't, exactly. I believe that, the media back then. But that's then. what I'm trying to ask you. At what point did that light go off in your head to say, wait a minute? I'm not. Chloroquine was basically like. That was it big, for you? That okay. was the big red alarm where I was like, something is up. Okay. Like, no, and, I, and I'm certain that it's like. But it was also a number of other like little things here and there that all just came together. But that once I was like, oh, you guys aren't actually looking for a treatment. You want it to be like the solution is only a vaccine. Which a vaccine that is from Pfizer, Moderna, a place Uh like that. And they are making trillions. mRNA is something that's never been used in humans long term. Um, there's no long-term studies for it. And how for it me, it was people, it was like the logistical aspect so no. of it because it, I don't know how it was up there in New York. I imagine it was like, did you get locked down in New York? Oh yeah. Okay, so I bet it was ten <laughs> times worse for y'all because y'all are you are you in the city? Uh, I'm in Queens, so, oh, it, so it was okay, it yeah. was still bad because okay, yeah, we're yeah. considered well, New York City. Well, the reason I'm saying that is because for us here in Texas, you know where I'm living at, you know it's open. It ain't like New York. You have a city here, you have a city there, you got some highway in between. But when they did the lockdowns and they shut down all the mom and pop businesses and said, mm-hmm. what corporations stayed open? Target, Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart. These mainstream corporations stayed open. And so uh-huh. rather than logistically funnel people to mom and pop shops and not just the main ones to let them disperse more, because you still got to get groceries. Instead, they 
filtered us or if they, they drove us like cattle into these one or two or three locations, well, that makes them super spreader locations because even wearing uh, a mask yeah. and six foot distancing. So I'm sitting there and I, you know, coming from military background, that's how we were in the army. It's like, well, don't question how we do it. It's just how we've always done it. It's like, that's the most retarded thing I've ever fucking heard. If there's a better yeah. way to do it, do that. So once you start thinking, it's like, this doesn't make sense. And then it's like, wait, why would they? weren't allowed to ask questions. Bingo, because they fucking censored you. Any doctor that came out, we had people that worked for us here at Shell Shock that went out and got uh, all these alternative treatments and it worked. You yep. post about it, ban medical misinformation. Yep. Bullshit. Yep. And and I and at the time with hydroxychloroquine, I knew someone who their father was given that. And it was like they were they were trying to throw the man on a vent. He was an older man. They were trying to throw him on a vent. Mm-hmm. And um they were he was saying no, he didn't want to be put on a vent. They went to his wife and the wife said, if he doesn't want to be put on the vent, I'm not going to make you guys put him on the vent. If he says yeah. no, then it's no for me also. Yeah. And then they gave him hydroxychloroquine and he was out within like 24 hours. Back Get the fuck out of like, here. Yeah. And he was old, like an older man. Like I think yeah. he was like in his 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. And Statistically, then the government should have been in. somebody who died, right? Yeah. And then the government stepped in and said, oh, we're not letting doctors issue it now. Yeah. Like to me, I'm sorry. That's a tyrannical government because this government is responsible it was for the deaths. Completely tyrannical. Everything yeah. about it was tyrannical. And the, when you're not, you're suddenly not allowed to ask and question authority. It's mm-hmm. like that was, we're in a cult now. Yeah. Yeah, and the this left doesn't like, realize it. The left doesn't even realize it's like the very same thing you're accusing the right of being. That's all you've done. Mm-hmm. Wear your mask, stay indoors, do your part, sing Imagine with Gal Gadot, like jerk yourself off to Tiger King, like doing it's all this so, shit in the COVID pandemic is ridiculous. It's so cringe, and I don't know how they keep up with all of this because it's like every other week there was a new, you know, oh current God. thing. There was yeah. a new thing to be outraged about. I'm like, don't you guys get tired? <laughs> like, well, how else they can tell the world how good they let are? Let me tell you something. Nobody gives that much of a shit about that many fucking things. Okay, <laughs> like nobody does. We don't have the capacity. I've been we saying that for earth. years. We were not oh put on God. this earth to care that much about that many things. Everything we're, on we're, social media is some kind of fucking act. Like, you don't care about the starving kids in Africa? No, I don't fucking not care. At the current present, like in my Why immediate I? moment, because yeah. I have no control over that. Exactly. And then people are kind of like, well, that makes you a bad person. Oh, really? Do no, you care about like, starving kids in Africa? Well, yeah, but, I post about it. That doesn't do shit. Yeah, but like you can't have everybody caring about everything. Everybody's yeah. got to care about their shit, like yeah. their causes, and yeah. work on those things. Because not what we're going to have, everybody's going to be caring about everything. We're going to get nowhere. Exactly. It's like you got you to gotta pick your departments and yeah. you got to pick your priorities. And, and pick people your, try pick, and virtue pick your with that. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, you don't care about these kids in Martha's Vineyard being exposed to the... Like, shut the fuck up. Nobody, nobody gives a I'm fuck so about I'm so happy this. about Martha's Vineyard. Oh, my God. Yeah, the very same people on the left that sit there and scream is like, you see these fucking liberal white women when they've got the, the illegal oh immigrants Oh, my God. Did away. you see the smiles on their faces? Well, no, they it wasn't like, smiles. so proud like, of themselves. Yes! It wasn't like they were smiling like because, we're, like, we're oh, my God. Smile. Why we're kicking them out after feeding them shit we wouldn't feed our dogs. They made themselves out to be like, I, I wait, Netflix is going to make a documentary and they're all going to be black. They're all going to be black. No white people because Netflix oh has God. to get it right. Yeah. For 13% of the population that's black, they have to be the majority in all fucking movies now. It's Every classic movie. representation. Yeah. But when you're sitting, that's why I love being uncensored on Rumble because we can say the shit that we couldn't say on normal social media. Yeah. Um, for example, the most racist people I've ever met in my life were black. Every single time. <laughs> really? The most racist motherfuckers were black. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you see it on, you go on Instagram and you go look at a black influencer thing and you check the comments, cracker this, cracker that, white, 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 blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Jesus. I'm like, oh my God. As a white person, you pull some shit like that. White nationalist. White nationalist. Like, what the fuck? 
Like, it's like, look, racism is racism. But I love I how black agree. liberals. I think racism is racism. Yeah, but black you know liberals will sit there and say, "Well, blacks can't be racist because we don't have the power dynamic." It's no, like, no, what are no. you talking they, about? They, 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 anybody can be racist. Exactly. Like, anything is anybody can be racist, and from what I've learned from liberals, everybody is racist. So who cares now? Exactly. I I, I mean that was the other thing. I was like, you can't you can't win. It's no. like you're you're racist if you if you don't like black people. Okay, mm -hmm. I get that. But if you do like black people, you're still racist. I'm like, so <laughs> I guess I'm racist. So I'm just going to move on with my life. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. I got to go to work, bro. I don't really give a fuck about your <laughs> like, color or how bad you feel. Like, like, that rapper but, Izzo, that fat cunt, she gets up there with the big old <laughs> saggy titties and she's sitting and she's like, you need to vote because of these oppressive laws. And meanwhile, you've got Iranian women over there you getting their so, faces caved in. Yeah, it's like if you get to be Fat and successful like that and on covers of magazines because mm -hmm. she's not even considered fat this is morbid obesity that oh, we're yeah. talking about and allegedly Absolutely. she's working on her weight and she's gotten mm -hmm. shit for that which you think would make her realize like oh these people don't actually give a shit about my health uh -huh. they, they just want me to be fat so I can just be fat for whatever yep. bullshit reasons that you know make people feel better about the no, bad right. choices that they make Yep. Um, but that's not looks like that's not really the case but no. like if you can be obese and be on the cover of magazines and make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Where do I sign up for this oppression? <laughs> I would love to be. I would love to be fat and on and making millions. Cheeseburgers right here, right uh, here, down sign the throat. Me up. I don't have to try. Ultimately, uh, you know, dream. I don't. I don't know uh, what your stance I, is on abortion, but when people sit there and say these laws that are oppressing us, <laughs> like, no, they're not oppressing you. They're just not letting you use abortion as a form of birth control. It's all that is, and you don't well, like that. Because a lot of a lot of women do, and they try to say that no, they don't. It's like I have heard these things from like. I remember I had a friend when I was in high school her, whose mother was a nurse, and she was talking about there were women who would come in, like the same woman coming in multiple times a year. Mm -hmm. I'm so, that's a lifestyle problem. Oh yeah, that's a lifestyle problem. How are you? How are you how are you allowing this to happen so frequently mm -hmm. in your life? Like what I don't Accountability, like, lack of accountability. I just being taught don't understand it because it's like <clears throat> I, I'm I'm not perfect. I haven't been like perfectly careful. My and I've never had I've never gotten pregnant. I've never gotten an abortion. And, and it's just like how how did you what are you doing? Well, like I just you know, it's like that's yeah. and you can't question it. It's like, mm -hmm. no, that means there's something wrong with someone's life. If yeah. you are getting pregnant that often, I'm look, I don't have anything against a woman going and getting an abortion. I really don't care because mm. um, I'm not going to pay for the kids. So why should I have a say in it? Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Um, do I think the government should be funding it? No. Why do I think the government should be funding it? It's because Planned Parenthood is making so much money on the back end from Big mm -hmm. Pharma over the body parts that they're selling of mm -hmm. the fetuses, et cetera. So mm -hmm. they're they're making their money. They don't need it from taxpayers. Yeah. And nobody wants to talk about this. A lot of people don't even know about this. Well, yeah. Um, so, no, I'm not really that against abortion. I believe you have a window, but mm -hmm. also it's not a form of birth control. It's really like for, you know, you really messed up. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I, and and the, the right gets mad at me for this. The left gets mad at me for this because it's not enough for either party to be satisfied. I'm yeah. not extreme on, on abortion. I'm sorry. Like, it's not really my top concern. Uh, I, I look around at the world today. I would not make anybody like have to bring a child into this world. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say like stance, force yeah. someone to give birth because that's another thing that I'm like, that's ridiculous. You can't force. It's like saying we're forcing a tree to grow. It's just like that's the natural uh, result of an uninterrupted birth. 
okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not for what I'm me, saying. it's like I, I kind of I disagree in some aspects. I I, I don't view Plan mm-hmm. B as birth control. A lot of it's people not. do. I, I see it's that as a preventative. It, yeah, because yeah. it's it's like Plan B is not the abortion pill. Plan B is basically like a pill mm-hmm. form of a condom in the sense of it prevents yeah. the egg and the mm-hmm. sperm from ever meeting. Now, you're, as a woman, I'm interested in hearing your perspective on this. When, and this is the common point, I, I uh, God, my hand to God, I did not intend on talking about abortion with Jessica Harlow today, but here we are, so we're just gonna go with it. Um, when you hear about the single percentile ex- reasons for abortion, uh, e.g. Um, rape, incest, things such as that. Yeah. My question is, what prevents a woman, and I'm, I don't mean to sound in, um, uncaring here. I'm, I'm being genuinely curious here. What prevents a woman who has been raped from going and getting a plan B immediately? I've, I've, I've said that. I've <clears throat> said that. I've said, I mean, if I were to be raped, the very first thing that I would do mm-hmm. uh, is take plan B. And I'm not a fan of plan B. I've taken it once in my life. And I've always mm-hmm. said, I will never take this thing again because it's so it's yeah, it, it's bad. It's horrible. It wreaks havoc on you. You become mm-hmm. an emotional wreck like you've yeah. never seen. I was like, I was a mess. Um, so I was like, I'm never doing this again, but I was also really young and didn't understand that you can't actually get pregnant the entire like month. Mm -hmm. There's only a certain window that you can get pregnant in, but whatever. I didn't know at the time. Um, but yeah, if I were raped, the very first thing that I would do is take plan B and I don't understand why someone wouldn't. Yeah, That's what I've been trying to figure out. Is is there a perspective I'm not thinking about on this? If we're talking about like really young girls who maybe don't know or yeah. they don't know any better. I can understand that or, yeah. you know, certain circumstances. Um, but yeah, plan, plan. I B think most would, people know about plan B by now. Yeah. That's what I would think. But look, mm-hmm. I understand that there's probably a very small percentage of people who don't. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, I'm not, uh, if you're going to take, I think you should be taking plan B now if for whatever reason you didn't take plan B after being raped or whatever. I'm not, again, I'm not going to be like, don't get an abortion. It's like mm-hmm. you didn't choose to be put in this situation. I mean, yeah. it's up to you. I that's, don't look That's down the one where I disagree with a lot of Republicans on because it's like, look, there's a difference in somebody willfully going out there yeah. and getting yeah. pregnant and then saying, I don't want it versus somebody was against their will raped. And said, yeah. no, they didn't, they, they weren't irresponsible. They no. had that decision forced on them. Therefore, I can't agree with that one. And I, I hate, because this is one of those, like in the Star Trek world, the Kobayashi Maru, there's no way to beat the scenario. It's unbeatable. There's going to be an evil choice no matter what you do. So I think in a lot of these decisions, our mindset is set on, okay, well, what's the true. most noble and the good choice to make? In some situations, there isn't one. Uh, literally, a man or woman rapes somebody else, they get impregnated, that's not their fault. And, you know, I will see, I, I watched an interview with Joe Rogan and the Babylon Bee guy, and he was like, rape does not constitute the murder of a child. It's like, mm, I understand that's fucked up, but at the same Technically token. Technically it does. Technically it does. But also we don't live in a very perfectly moral world. I mean, even yeah. if we were to look at nature and nature is not, does not <laughs> give a fuck. No. Um, so I kind of look to the animal kingdom because we're all, we're all animals at the end of the day. We're just domesticated. Um, some more than others, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> some people are probably the missing link if you believe in evolution. Um, but, uh, it's just like, th- there's cer- certain things that there's casualties in war. Yeah. And like when people were talking, cause there's some people who have been saying about the Martha's Vineyard thing, they're like, oh, you know, they're, they're using these people as po- political cattle. Both sides are. Mm. And that is true. And it, yeah. I do feel bad for like the people who are actually 
well-intentioned about why they're coming to the United States. I do feel bad for them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's casualties in war. And unfortunately, uh, I'm not a perfect person. I'm very petty. (laughs) And so so it appeals to me. And I've been hearing that DeSantis sent 50 and they were all scrambling. Mind you, it's their off season. We didn't know where to put them. It's your Mm -hmm. off season. Your hotels are probably not full, but I know you don't want the riffraff to be Mm -hmm. dirty in your hotels. Um, cause that's, that's what they think, but they mm-hmm. vote for open borders and they mm-hmm. say, these people are all wonderful mm-hmm. in your neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. They can't stay here. We don't have the room. Oh, don't in our the 20, brown 000. people move in. No, then yeah, the like, crime goes don't in. Understand. Like these are a lot of very rich white people. They mm-hmm. vote things that make them look nice. And they talk about things on Instagram that make them look like really nice, virtuous people. Cause yep. it's all about appearances. How yep. the fuck do you think that they made all that money? Preach. Smile on their face and a knife ready to go you see a Um, lot of this up in new york i bet sure come on listen everybody's full of shit and everybody's a hypocrite even in including me i'm a hypocrite at times yeah um but like i i agree i think it's wonderful that he sent 50 they were scrambling and now i'm hearing he's going to be sending a whole lot more than that which was my idea so martha's vineyard yeah i heard that he's gonna do that which is what my idea was i was like next send like a thousand fucking people and your really, ideas, like, you can get them in front. I saw Donald Trump Jr. himself commenting on your shit. I'm like, fuck, Adam, girl, <laughs> you're making moves, girl. You got the attention of daddy or Trump Jr. Good for yeah. you. I mean, listen, I'm available for, for all kinds of ideas. I, I love, <laughs> I'm very fucking petty, and I, I really don't know where to channel this. So <laughs> where else better than politics? Right, no, that's, that's where it really counts. That's the game. That's so, the, and now they're trying to sue DeSantis because they're trying to get him for human trafficking. But I think he had them signing releases, which which makes me think um, he knew it was coming. He's 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 covered his bases. You can't fuck with DeSantis. You no. cannot fuck with DeSantis. That motherfucker knows what he's doing. When he first came on the scene, I was very skeptical because it, I, I didn't want to go the route of Dan Crenshaw. When he first hit the scene, he's like, finally, we got a veteran. We got a dude that's going to stand up. And I like Dan, but we do not agree on a lot of things out there. But he'll come on the show. I don't and we'll really talk. follow him, so I'm not really familiar he, with him. He's more, uh, he, he's, he's definitely different. Um, I see where he comes from on a lot of his issues, but that's not the point. The point being, though, is that when DeSantis first hit the scene, after learning from other political figures that claimed to be one thing and then went a different direction, and seeing DeSantis is like, okay, I'm going to take this guy with a grain of salt. We'll just see. Let's go by his actions and his policies. I can tell you right now, DeSantis has not done a single thing that I've disagreed on, and that's rare. The only other person I can get yeah. is Rand Paul. Yeah. I love Rand Paul. I love Rand Paul. I love his father, Ron Paul. Yeah. He's like a true, like yep. he's been screaming and yelling and talking about medical freedom mm-hmm. for like long before all this crap yeah. was going on. Yeah. And uh, th- I, I think it's great. But I think I think DeSantis is he's he's definitely playing chess, not checkers. Mm-hmm. And I think he definitely sees the bigger picture, which you have to in order yeah. to be like an effective leader. You have to think about all of the possible yeah. um, things that could happen. And the ways that they can retaliate, and it's very easy to see how the Democrats will, and they're usually going to go the the worst possible way. Yeah. And do the worst possible thing. They don't care. They're they they're out for blood. Yeah. They look for total and complete destruction, and so that's why if you're going to be an effective leader on the right, you have to be ready and willing to crush the other side because they're yeah. looking to completely yep. crush you. Yep. It's it's very Stop dirty. Playing nice. Yeah, you cannot play nice. We've we've seen conservatives and Republicans trying to play nice and appease to the other side and continuously lose. Mm. And I think 
I think that did serve a purpose. I don't think it's like a complete waste because it's also yeah. put a lot on display for the mm -hmm. people who have the eyes to see yep. still, despite all the fluoride in our water. So, <laughs> you know, I, you know, there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason. I do believe things happen for a reason. Cause I am a little bit woo. -woo like I said, um, but it's quite, it's quite the fucking ride. I mean, yeah. I don't know. This is like quite a who, time to be alive. Who needs the Kardashians when you've got Congress? I, like, geez, I mean, the congressional I, Twitter I don't fuse? watch. I don't watch any real reality TV shows. I'm like, how are people actually into this shit? I like turn on the news, go on Instagram. The same watch reason people are like, <laughs> so much better. <laughs> watch Jessica Harlow talk about orgasms. Like, yeah, I remember you like, said something that was like, "I'm doing great, y'all. Just had to disappear. I'm still having lots of orgasms. Like, good for you. I don't good even for know, you. I don't even know where that came from, but that I was. I was hey, a little oh, bit, no pun intended. I was a little bit drunk when I, when I made that, but yeah, Hillary good Clinton for you. blocked me on on Instagram. Yeah, what the fuck did you do to Hillary? Because Jessica's kind of like, for those that don't know, she's like, I am happy. I am not suicidal. <laughs> I'm not contemplating suicide, but Listen, I just want you all to know, Hillary Clinton like blocked accident. me. But I also don't feel like I'm a, like a threat to her. Like, I don't really talk that much about her. Yeah, really. that's so, so random. It was very interesting. Um, I don't know how I got on the radar. I'm a little scared, but I'm more so proud. Yeah, um, I wear that as a badge of honor. The I, cut of the West blocked I, I me. I do. You can't. And listen, you can't make me, you know, have a heart attack or something. Like, yeah. I didn't get the jab. So, like, you can't pull this shit with me. Yeah. Good luck to you. But, like, I don't. I didn't say that much about Hillary Clinton really ever. So, and I'm not the type of person who's going like, to go on her Instagram and, like, yeah. write some craziness. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, That's so I don't weird. know. Good for but you, I'm, though. I'm very flattered. But then again, Kim Kardashian has me on restricted. I'm not really sure why. But she does. So I'm on radars somehow. What did you do to people? I don't know. <laughs> you, just, you should probably do you. My do you, very existence pisses people off sometimes. <laughs> I'm seriously trying to sit here and think what the hell would you do that gets Hillary Clinton to block you and Kardashian to put you unrestricted? I don't know. How, wait, can you tell somebody puts you unrestricted? Yes, because I wanted to comment something on her. Um, she had done this Beyond Meat commercial, and that was like the final straw where I'm like, I need to comment something here. Uh -huh. So I went to say something. And All of a sudden, I see the Greek bullshit. come out on you. I just, I literally just saw the <laughs> Greek. The olive oil was oozing from your pores. Like, I got to say something. I'm yeah. going to fucking say something. I gotta this fucking is ridiculous. Say something here, okay? So, like, so I was just like, I need to say something because I can't control myself sometimes. Well. And I went to say something, and usually, listen, because of the blue check, sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you will attract more attention and people mm -hmm. will oh, comment yeah. and like and whatever, yep. or like really attack you. It's just, it's one of the reasons why I try to avoid leaving comments sometimes. And I'm like, I'm just going to be inundated with notifications yeah. from lunatics that I just don't want to deal with it. It's a waste of my time and energy. Um, but this, I wanted to say something. And I was like, I am not getting any notifications. Like nobody saw this, nobody like nothing. And I went, to see like maybe I'm just not being notified and I see like no likes, no anything. I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. So obviously I'm a woman and I don't have just one account. So I went on my other account. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on my other account and I went to see my comment on there and I couldn't find it. I could not see it anywhere. And like on that account, like I follow myself. So I would see myself pop mm -hmm. up nothing. So I was like, this bitch has me on restricted. I so honestly weird. am supposed to work for like some kind of high level detective agency or something. It sounds like it. My God. <laughs> but I'm a Scorpio moon. So. Oh God. Here we go. Here we go. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that translates to. What does that mean? I said it on purpose, but I, but it is true. Okay. Well, what yeah. does Scorpio moon mean? Oh, we're, we're, we're investigative. 
we're very like no we, that's we, women we in general dig. that's women in general no you should see these amateurs you should see these amateurs i know a lot of women and they can't figure out anything and they'll be like oh i met this person but i don't have their instagram or i don't i only know this or that and i'm like just give it to me i'll find them in five <laughs> minutes like really and i do like nine and a half times out of ten i i do i do don't you, know how but i do you said you're dating right now are you yes. dating someone or just dating in general I, I'm gonna say dating in general. Okay. Well, the I'm reason very, I asked uh, that, I was gonna, that's where that's where I'm going. You're public with your love, or you're private with your love life. Very. Why is that? Because I'm I not saying it's wrong. I like what you're doing. Um. Well, lots of reasons. I feel like it's like what would I get out of sharing that? I don't see. I feel like the cons way outweigh the pros. Mm -hmm. Um, also I don't date people who are like nobodies. Like they're not like the random guy at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So it's better for everyone. If it's just kept very private. Yeah. I had to learn that lesson the hard way I had, I got two stalkers, like real serious stalkers that if I posted who I was dating, they would be DMing them from fake accounts. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I had, yeah. I, I had yeah. literally, I had literally just got done making love to this one girl and oh, she God. got a DM from a fucker that he's got a small dick, he's uncircumcised, and she just goes, "Who? Is she talking your about dick the same man?" <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I'm uh, not trying to flex here, but I'm like, that's just not true. And then they said I never paid the bills at restaurants, no, all I kinds of crazy shit. So I, I was like, you know what? I got to learn private. my lesson. Your love life, do not, do not post about I, it. I yell at everybody i know who has like a significant enough following and they like start posting mm -hmm. you know their boyfriends their girlfriends and i'm like what are you doing yeah. please stop and don't tag these people yep. they're tagging people i'm like are you serious like you are just opening up and asking for way too like it's problems i've i've always said you will never know who i'm with until like maybe they die yeah no, I think it's a smart. It's not necessary. Unless I you know it. me, you will not know. I did it the other day by accident because I shared a screenshot of a text that I took because uh, mm -hmm. the girlfriend and I were going to Europe for Christmas. I'm taking her to London, nice. Scotland, and then Paris. So and nice. I've, I've worked hard to get where I'm at. I've worked very hard, took a lot of internet beatings and shit like that. But when I posted it, instantly, girls, I thought you were single, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, no, nope, nope, nope. I'm not dealing. Delete the post. See, like, not dealing just, with this. Not dealing with this. So ridiculous, it and is. it's also nobody's business. I yeah. don't see what the purpose is of for why people share things. Like I share nothing. I don't even understand why people post their children. That's another thing Ooh, where I'm just yeah. like, yep. I would never post any of that. Like my friends all have kids. I'm like, if I ever post anything with your child, their face will be covered. I will not even tag you so they know whose kid it is. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm so like again, you cannot like I think like 10 steps ahead because I've seen people on the internet be so bizarre. Yep. Like with yep. just me mm -hmm. being like so bizarre and so weird that I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not involving other people in that. And I like the more you keep private privacy is, is power in yeah, my, is. my opinion, yeah. because no, like, do I want to have, like, if I'm posting the person that I'm dating, do I want to have like, all this drama and people getting involved and making nope. creating things and then being like arguing about like it's yep. just why would I do that to myself? Mm -hmm. Dating That's the truth. is dating and relationships are hard enough just as they are. Mm -hmm. Why would I add that layer? It yep. doesn't make any sense. I'm also not the girl who's gonna be like posting stupid sad quotes either. Because <laughs> that's just like that. you yeah. people like if you're you're clearly talking about somebody, we're all invested yeah. by some mm -hmm. just tag them. 
That or when you make a post or you put a story out there that has nothing to do with your relationship, but you like it because like, no, this is actually yeah, really like, true. And it might be sad. It's like, are you going through yeah, some like, hard times? Like, of, no, this just is true. I like this. I know. There's like a lot of things that I'm like, I agree with, but like, I, I just don't under, I feel like people lack social media etiquette. They'll just put like absolutely anything up there. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, so tacky. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen girls do it. I've seen mm. men do it. You always know when someone is going through something because it's abundantly obvious. You know what mm. women do? I'm going to tell you what women do. What do women do? Women, not only are they going to put quotes, they're going to put a lot more thirst traps up than normal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the next thing you're going to notice is they're going to change their um, avatar, like their their profile picture. They're going to change it like multiple times in a week. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. They're going to go from private to public, private to public 500 times. They're going to mm. purposefully go uh, private on weekends. Um they're insane and and they, weekends, they don't so yeah why? so they're not because so that way like they, they can like protect their privacy so that like so and so does it like can't <clears throat> see you know what they're doing or what they, they just do ridiculous things women are so obnoxiously stupidly freaking obvious I, I, that also sounds like a lot of mind games that's what they do and, and then they want to make themselves look like they're having the best time ever yeah. Uh, that's how you know, like when a woman is acting incredibly different on on social media, it means she's going through something. Right. Um. The the next thing men do this. I've seen guys do this where they're posting like all these depressing quotes, and then they talk about like loyalty and the real one. Like if you have to tell people who you okay. are, yeah, a lot. It defeats the purpose. You're not clearly you're not convincing anybody, and most of all, you're you haven't even convinced yourself. So why yeah. should we believe any of it? So mm -hmm. it's just. People are insane on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how we got into this subject, but I'm just. That's the beauty of this podcast. I know you have a I lot of men that probably listen to you. Oh, yeah. So we got, I got a lot. They're, they're going to learn. So, women too. so if, I mean, I feel like men kind of smell it. Uh, but if you see a woman doing that and you were interested in her, now is the perfect time because she is so fucking vulnerable, so desperate. <laughs> uh, but that's also a time to where the I one think thing avoid I've seen... it. But if you're trying to get laid, she's going to agree to see you because she wants you to take her to dinner so she could take a picture yeah. of the meal. Mm -hmm. um, because women do that because they're insane, mm -hmm. um, and they want to show your 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 mm -hmm. arm and bonus points if you have a nice mm -hmm. watch. They're so stupid. They're so stupid. And I you think should write a book on this. <laughs> I would be. You should write a book women. <laughs> on women. For yeah, you're compromising women's power here. You're you're basically giving away I all the am secrets. Because it's so stupid. Because I'm like, first of all, it's 2022. Nobody's taking pictures of their food anymore. You look mm -hmm. ridiculous. You look ridiculous. Also, I imagine with going. That. I'm sorry. No, I sound like stupid. a total nut job. I posted a picture the other day. We went to this. Uh, so the new girlfriend, she's a foodie. And when I say foodie, let me ask she you. Let me pause foodie. and ask you a question. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, on your first date, did she did she pull out her phone on the first date no. and try to take a picture? See, the, and you know how many women do this? No. I'm like, you look like you've never seen food before. Put your <laughs> phone away. Uh, you see, I'll I do it for two different. Listen, I'll I do hate it for all of social media, <laughs> but I'm on it all the time. I can't. I know. Stop. <laughs> same. I'll do it for two reasons. One, the first one is I, I posted a picture of this. Uh, we went to this this restaurant called uh, Madeline's French Cafe. Mm -hmm. I've never been there. Apparently, it's been around for a while. But they had these French cuisines and they had these French pastries that I thought this was fucking delicious. Like I. And where and was this? This is it's called a place called Madeline's Cafe here in Texas. I don't know if okay. it's up there in New York, but I mean, you have you have your my God, you get it's a melting yeah, pot yeah, of the yeah. world. You get everybody up there. But I was like this. I was 
I, I like to me, it was kind of like, wow, this is a work of art. The way they set up the little tart, it had the mm-hmm. fruit. It, it looked perfect. Like, this is something you see in the movies. And it's like, yeah, I want to take a picture of this because I want to remember this because the girlfriend yeah. and I had a really good time. And then the second time is when I have a really good steak from Ruth's Chris. I will, because when they bring it out really and it's sizzling, it's like, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. If yes. it's something that's really exceptional, that's helpful because yeah. it's like, because I found places through people posting exactly, things. Exactly, yes. And, like, I will share if there's something that's actually exceptional. Yeah. But most people are not doing that. Most people are doing it. It's PR. Okay, okay, yeah, it's fuck PR. that. PR. No. For and me, it's so like, stupid. I like, we know it. you eat food. You go to restaurants. <laughs> it's not that big of a Hold on, I got to take this picker in my chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken tendies. Oh, no. my God. When then, Ruth, like, Chris, they so bring out my ridiculous. porterhouse for two, and it's sizzling, and I have my glass of wine right there. I'm like, oh, this is what yeah. America is all about. It's, it's like, fine to take pictures yes. of things like for your own memories. Again, yeah. like you probably take lots of pictures in your relationship, but you're not going to mm-hmm. post them on Instagram. They're for you. Yeah. I, had to, I broke up with one woman who did not like taking pictures like that. And I told her, I was like, I have a very bad memory. I want to remember <laughs> these things. No, I'm serious. Like, I want to remember these things. And even with that, she still didn't want to do it. It was like, all right, we're not going to work out. And it's like, it's just, no. It wasn't even to post. I hadn't even posted about her, but it was the same thing of like, Yeah, you just want to have this, your, your memories of things. Yeah, just scroll yeah. through the photos and she's like, oh, I remember that. Or now we've got a really cool thing that we're doing or now. Is what we if have, one of you dies? You're not going to have a post of the two of you? Like, no memories? Exactly. Come on. You have to prepare for the death. It might happen. That took a very dark turn, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> I have a very, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, a very, very dark, dark road to go down. What if, what if your partner dies? What are you going to do? You're going to dig up I the was... grave and then do a selfie? It doesn't make sense. You never know. Or then there's like a birthday post someday. Well, you got to take a know. picture of or a schlong and say, like, look, I used to fuck this. Or something. I don't yeah. know. Like, don't you want to have, like, you want to have things, but it's no, not for everyone. Like, yeah. Listen, the things I don't post are way more interesting than the things that I do post. I'm oh, yeah. very open about what's going on in my head. Yeah. I'm completely shut off about literally everything that is actually important to me. Like, no, no, I, I totally get that. I mean, you can almost sense that like social media has become therapeutic in a sense as far as like getting out what you're needing yeah. to get out. But I also feel like it's a fake form of therapy because I think what most people by and large are doing is they are trying to get sympathy in a situation where it's like pitting one versus the other. And I'm guilty of doing this. That's how I realized I was doing it. It's like, I got to stop doing this. Like, this is not healthy. This is not giving you the closure that you need when you're trying to essentially win the popular vote in a relationship or in a situation. Oh, you're you're, but they you're also, opening yourself up to just more bullshit. Yeah, but they are also trying to do it because it's like there's like a desperateness of like, Oh, they're gonna see it, or somebody's yeah. gonna see it, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, now I'm gonna change and treat this." Like, no, yeah. Yeah. no, mm-hmm. that's the, like that almost never happens. Yeah. Like the only mm-hmm. time that would happen is be like, "Is this about me? <laughs> Are you stupid? Yeah, take that shit down and let's that have a or, conversation." Like, like that, yeah, come to fine. Me. Yeah. yeah. But like otherwise, it's just like, "What mm-hmm. are you? You're, exactly. you're posting to the air." Mm-hmm. That's what people do. You might as well be. I, I know. Nobody has you a said... journal anymore. Like the girl I'm talking to does. Nobody writes in a journal. She does, and that's the create. Like she's she's yeah. opened my mind to new things. Like even the other thing of uh, we have a playlist together, and I don't mean the sense of I made you this mixtape. If we're doing something and a song that's comes so on that we both cute. like, you if guys a song have comes, a, you have a playlist. We have a playlist that we add to together, but it's only for songs that we hear together at a special moment that resonate. It's like oh, I like this. I, we have songs that we were out at dinner, something came on. It's like, I like this. I was like, let's put that on the playlist. And then every time we hear it, it reminds me of that restaurant. It takes you back to the memory. It takes memory. you back. And I was nice. like, I like this. Like, this this brings us. And then uh, just, I'm totally not even endorsing this. I'm not. There's an app called Paired. 
I don't know if you've heard about this. No. It's literally called Paired. It's just it's a purple little app. And you fill out questions and you share the answers with each other. And you only get to see the answer when you answer the same question. And you okay. have to be completely honest on it. And we did it last night and we're baked out of our brains. Like, I love Shellshock CBD. Subtle plug. ShellshockCBD.com. Um, and we were we were high and we were answering this and honestly, and it brought us closer together. We were able to, it's like, hey, we disagreed on this. So let's talk about this. And it opened up these lines of communication. They're like, Jesus, like I, we never would have had these discussions had we not asked these questions. And it's and they're, called paired? Paired. P-A-I-R-E-D. And you answer questions. Uh, and they're not like difficult. They're like simple questions. Or, and here's a cool part. Like you answer what, what you think your partner's answers would be as well. Oh. And it really is like, oh, shit, you really better get to know that person. And if you answer it wrong... I go, we go into it with this idea is like, let's not get mad. Let's just say, no, this is why it's not accurate. Yeah, you approach it with curiosity. Exactly. And I thought like, this is like, And it probably really opens cool. up conversation, conversations you might normally not have had Bingo. and it yeah. brings you closer. Yep. Oh, uh, 100% good. agree. Yeah. That's nice. It's, Maybe it's, I'll try that when I'm not afraid of commitment and intimacy. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. That's the Terrified. other thing I've noticed. It's kind of like when you talk to these women or men too, a lot of us carry this baggage into the next relationship. And oh, yeah. I've ta- I've went on dates with women who was like, I've had this, this, this done to me in the past. It's like, no, oh, no, 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 don't I, no, ever. I, I will tell them it's like, uh, those are your issues. I got to teach everybody how to do everything. This is just like my lot in life. You don't tell, I don't care what's happened to you. And you're not that I don't care, but no, like, I, don't yeah. lead with that. Fuck and no. it's so, and it's so unattractive because you, you can always tell when somebody's been through things by the way that they react to the react to certain things and you're like, Oh, does this happen to you before? Like, why are you traumatized? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like, so you haven't let that go yet. You haven't yeah. processed it, or yeah. processed it. You, you're not, yeah. you've not and evolved. It, and it doesn't make you a bad person. It just no, means that no, you no, are no, not no, over no. it. You should not be in the dating world right now because I had, Correct. I, mean, I had this one girl I who agree. was just like, I have this trauma response. It's like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. It's like, that's your problem. That's yes. not my problem. It's- I have my own life that I'm worried about. I don't need your bullshit. So if you don't yeah. come to the table handling your bullshit, just yeah. like with a man, like you have to I take accountability. Yeah, I have women that tell me you all the time. You can be understanding of another person, like exactly. Because people are like, oh, you know, what do I do about having trust issues? I'm like, you having trust issues is your problem. Exactly. It it's doesn't nobody's mean, yeah. responsibility. Except your now, own. they could be understanding and be like, this person has trust. They don't have to go. Like, don't expect people to go above and beyond. Right. Yeah. Or don't like, expect. A, and that's the other thing. Like in any any new relationship, like the trust is it's earned. You know, yes. for me, it's kind of like even the military, you get a new soldier. It's like, you come with a line of credit. It's like, you may have fucked up over there, but you got a fresh start with me. If you're not fucking up, you're good. I'm not going to prejudge you. So that's me. To me, it's like, that's what I like. You know, you learn from each relationship that you go through. I had a vet friend call me last night. Um, I'm not going to mention her name, but, you know, she she, she texts me. I'm on the, the couch with my girlfriend answering the questions. And I get a text like, John, I'm struggling. And I was like, I told my girlfriend, I was like, look, this is who it is. This is what, you know, it's nothing like that. And I was like, but... I need to call her. She's reaching out. So we talked for like an hour and it was very interesting to hear what she is going through because she's, she's overwhelmed with a certain part of her life that's school work and she's compromising her beliefs in the dating world because she just wants to be loved, wants to have somebody to make up for that. I told her, I was like, you need to address the friction point. Anytime you compromise your beliefs, you will lose what you are compromising for. Exactly. Period. I told her, her, if you're not not addressing the friction point, then you're only going to continue compromising over here. And then the only person you have to blame is really you. And that's why we resent other people is because it's like, well, I did this, that, and the third that you didn't realize because this person was like, might not even be any, like, not on their minds. They're not aware of it. 
Yep. Uh, and and it's really it, you're pissed at yourself. And, and you're, it's not, you're I want to be clear. It's not just women that do this. The women that I've talked men to in the past, do this. men yeah, do this too. Does this. But it's men human. do this. But I think men do it in a different manner for a different reason. Men That's do it crazy. to show vulnerability to get that woman to come into the trap and be that nurturer. I can fix him just so he can fuck her using that. Women do it because they're wanting um, someone to help heal them. Yes, women do it to, for they want someone to help heal them and to fill the void that they're refusing to fill for themselves. Yeah. But men will do it. Men kind of do it in more of a narcissistic way where they use pity. Um, that's pity why I, fuck. I, don't, I want you to pity fuck me. Yeah. They, they, they want pity because they know that like if a, a, a person is a good person, pity, they will pity them. Pity mm -hmm. is a very powerful fuck yeah, uh, it is. emotion. Men um, know how to use that for women because women are very compassionate. Yes. very well. It mm -hmm. works on women very well. We're wired that way. That's why I don't feel sorry for men anymore. I don't feel mm -hmm. sorry for anybody, but I really don't feel sorry for men. It's yeah. just like up to a point like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And that's where it's done. Yeah. Like I had an ex who was like saying that he was suicidal all the time. <laughs> like, and I was People like, use then that. I finally People asked use that. and I was concerned. Right. And I was like, this motherfucker is roping me in on pity. Mm -hmm. And like, I knew it was happening. And then I was like, he was saying like, oh, you know, I'm just so depressed and I wanted to kill myself last night or whatever. And I was just like, let me ask you a question. How long have you been suicidal for? And like, how long have you been having these thoughts for? And he was like 10 years. I was like 10 years. You've had nobody's suicidal for that. You're looking for attention. Yeah. Nobody oh, is suicidal. That's a for bold 10 thing years. to say, but you're right. Nobody's no, suicidal. Really, nobody's you would have done it for 10 years. You would have uh, yeah. done it for already. That long, so for you would have done it. Yeah. It's yeah. not like you're, you're telling me like, oh, it's been like the last six months, maybe a year. Then I could be like, okay, so like yeah. what happened? Did something That's set because it off? I want to unpack this but real quick. You, make, you like, make a really great point here. There is a spectrum of suicide that a lot of people yeah. don't want to talk about. So for me, it's the people that, like you just said, 10 years for suicidal. No, you're not suicidal. You're using you're suicide attention for seeker. attention seeker. Now, there are some people that do reach out for help that are partially suicidal because the thoughts are there and they're contemplating yeah. it. They need to reach out. The ones that are really suicidal... They or just do commit it. suicide. They you kill know what themselves. Happens? What happens with people who commit suicide? Nine times out of ten, it's like, oh my god, we had no idea. Bingo. And and you. Oh my god, we had no idea. And here's the thing that other people need to realize: the victims of these suicides, the people that blame themselves, you can't. It had nothing to do with you. You no. should not feel guilty. That person no. made a choice. Now I'm not trying to go into like whether it was just no. I get it. Mental pain, mental anguish. Who knows? Yeah. I look, recently I'm not just lost a friend. Who yeah. Feel suicidal. Yeah. That's no, not like, at all. Not at all. Genuinely feeling that way. Yeah, Literally just like, happened to a friend of mine and uh, greatest guy, Neil from Ready Gunner. I don't know if you know him. Um, he's no. big in the veteran community, big in the 2A community. You know, you look at someone like Neil, like, and I, I loved him. Like, Neil was a good man. Neil, ex-Army Ranger, multiple deployments, very beautiful wife, six kids. You would think he had the perfect life. But he killed himself. He killed himself. And this was like maybe a week, two weeks ago. And it hit the veteran community like, what the fuck just happened? But it's like, how are we still shocked by this? It's the people, and I'm not trying to make it about that. It's just, but it's kind of like the scars, the the worst scars. They're under people, the water. You ain't never gonna see. People keep them to themselves. I people watched the video last night. I posted it on my Instagram. You should go watch it. And I saw it on TikTok, and it was this girl saying, "Who do you call when you're at your lowest? You need somebody." And it was a woman. And then men answered, "Like nobody. Right. I don't call anybody. I can't." Because if I do, they'll use it against me. I don't feel like I can be that vulnerable with anybody else in this world to where I'm sitting there with a gun in my fucking mouth that I have, I actually feel I can call some. Men aren't programmed like that. We're not I'm built not like that. I, I'm, I'm not even programmed that way. So when people say, why didn't you reach <laughs> out? 
So no, I, I get why they didn't reach out. No, like there have been one or two times where like I'm really down, not suicide, but like I'll call my buddy P and say, like, P, I, I, I just got a vent, bro. I got a vent. He's like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's do it. But there's just some people that they feel like the demons they have inside are so judgmental. People will judge them so hard for yeah. it. Like, I could never let this out because if I do, they'll think I'm a piece of shit. But here's the crazy part. The thing that I've learned at the, in these 38 years I've been on this earth, there isn't a single fucking feeling, action, or anything that you have thought or committed that nobody else has. Correct. It's like, you're going to find what, out you're that's so what common. That's depression does to you because it's yeah. like, it's really your ego going yeah. like out of control and creating this story and mm-hmm. telling you like, it makes you feel like this is the, you are the only person on earth. No one yeah. will ever understand you. Yeah. And it kind of keeps you in that fear loop and that yeah. negative loop. Because it's also trying to keep you safe. Because again, you're like, well, if you open up, well, then people are you're opening up yourself to vulnerability, and but isn't it kind of foolish you? if you think it's about sick. it? Because the, the dichotomy you just described, yeah, the dichotomy you just described, though, it's like, okay, so if I tell everybody they're going to think this about me, or I'm going to kill myself, well, let's look at these two choices here. Which one's really the worst? You yeah. killing yourself is the worst. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, I would assume. <laughs> I would assume. But no, you're, you're 100% right on that. So I want to go back to the attention-seeking thing of what you talk about on Instagram. There's just so much that I feel like social media as a whole has become like this massive, and again, I'm guilty of this, mm-hmm. but when I see people do these relationship Everybody dumps. Everybody does it. Everybody, nobody's perfect, especially yeah. online. Nobody's perfect. Oh, we fuck. all do well, ridiculous shit. That's the thing that aggravates the shit out of me. It's like these fucking influencers, they go out there and they try and act like they're professional or perfect. It's like, look, I'll tell you right now, I've watched porn. I watch porn still. I, I jerk off. I don't give a fuck. It's like, that's who I am. I say some really offensive shit, yeah. but it's these people that live in these glass houses I have no respect for. All these yes. fucking influencers that sit there and they bang this drum, especially in the conservative fear. Sphere. Yes, they do it there too. Oh my God. I know. Can I got I shit on Graham Allen. I got shit on all these motherfuckers. Like, you can I sit say there something? Can go I for say it. something? Because like, let's go back to the abortion topic. You yeah. hear all of these conservatives, right? That they're all so pro-life. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as the stripper gets pregnant, believe me, no, they are not. Mm-hmm. If they are married, no, mm-hmm. they are not. Yep. They, they will th- they will throw you down the stairs so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> like- you're right. You're 100% right because I know I know people again, these blue checks. Now, I know all I these motherfuckers. That? Absolutely. Of course there's the outliers, but oh, yeah. by and large, you would be surprised they are not they, the stripper gets pregnant and they do see the strippers. Oh yeah, um, there there are so many military the influencers. Only, excuse me, the only fans girls now. Oh my god, okay? yeah. Uh, uh, look, I don't knock mm-hmm. the hustle. Why not? Um, if you can be nice to Wait, men, are you going to do an OnlyFans? Listen, if I were to do an OnlyFans, my mother's been pressuring me, honestly, to be very honest with you. Because Shut the fuck up. Yes, Your mom's because- pressuring you to do an OnlyFans? <laughs> like, I don't want to say pressuring. But Jessica, like- <laughs> we got to pay the rent. Show the titties. Show the titties. She- no, listen, let me explain to you what happened. <laughs> I think this does need some explanation. Your mom is pressuring you to do OnlyFans? What the it's fuck? It's not as bad as it sounds. Listen, so it sounds pretty so the- bad. There's no way to justify this, Jessica. No, there's a lot of ways it's to justify It's in the most lovingly way possible. She's very supportive. It doesn't fucking matter. So, can I can I explain? <laughs> Go ahead. Can so, I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> so, that's what he said. So anyway, listen. So she had come across 
the freaking New York Post or somebody came across, she came across this article from that Cash Me Outside girl. Uh-huh. And that Cash Me oh, Outside yeah. girl made like 52 million or whatever off of uh-huh. OnlyFans in like a year or something. Yep. So my mother said, I saw this freaking article and you mean to tell me you can't make a couple million? What's the big fucking deal? She goes, you 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 show people your tits for free. She goes, like meaning like in my dating life or whatever. She's like, it's one season it twos, he's not millions, mom. But she was like, she's like, listen, she's like, who cares? She's like, I'm not saying do full blown porn or whatever. I was like, listen, I was like, I, I wish I was raised differently where I could be, be nice to men for money. I just don't have it in me. <laughs> I just don't have it in me. If I were to have an OnlyFans, I would be only to be mean because it's honest. Some men get off on that, though. I you know could totally that. do that. You're already the dominatrix. You're I've, already the do-, do it. I've done that before. I've I've done a little bit of that, but men are very crazy and oh, they yeah. get very attached and they think that it's a relationship and it's like well, hold on hold like, on let's weird. let's go that that goes two <laughs> ways weird. though girl let's not even <laughs> pretend that women aren't like that on steroids. It's different when like women aren't paying men. If there's a transaction, there, it's are not you kidding real. me? Women are paying men to what date them? Yes, or on OnlyFans. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about then? I'm not saying uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking oh, okay. about like men will sometimes think that they actually have a full blown like relationship with you. Like I've I've oh, done things like with my feet okay, before okay. because it's the most hilarious thing that I could ever imagine. Wait, wait, you've done things like feet pics? Yes. I, I don't have, get this. I'm like, why I, not? I, yeah, I don't get yeah. it either, but whatever. What's it to Wait, me? So like, oh, like my feetfinder.com? No, like it's been people, they've come into my DMs and they harass me for pictures of my feet. And finally I was like, whatever. And it was the most fun Did I ever had. Did you at least had. get money for it? Of course. Good, That's good, why I'm good. Not Secure the bag. Secure the bag. Yeah, but like, and I was mean about it and very mm-hmm. insulting. And it was actually <laughs> like... <laughs> but like, don't don't ask me to be nice to you. Don't ask me to be nice to you. That's degrading. Here's like, the picture, little shit. That's a hundred dollars. Yes, ma'am. It's They'll exact, do it. It was exactly like that, and oh, they yeah. liked it, and it was great. But then they actually thought they were like, you know, well, in our relationship, why didn't you? Res- it's like, why didn't I speak to you? Where was the money to speak to you? <laughs> Everything is about money to you. It's like, that was the point, sir. Oh my that was god. The point, sir. So. You know, I can't deal with people. I really hate people. I should have as little involvement with other human beings as humanly possible. I see so, your mom's point, though, but I was automatically yeah. going down the road like, show your tits to a lot of people, but do that. Do good with that money. No, like she meant do good for her. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> charity begins at home. It's oh my, uh, <laughs> my mother's motto. <laughs> oh, my God. Your mom's a very interesting person, clearly. Like, Oh, that's, my that's God. She is. She is one of those people where it's like, I can't even, like, when people say, oh, I want to meet your mom, and I'm like, oh, no, no you don't. You do no, not. you don't. You do not. But, like, people love her because she, yeah. she's so unfiltered. Raw, honest, yeah. She's so unfiltered. You're going to get the truth from her. Well, like but a typical like typical Greek mom. Like a I typical Greek mom. But she doesn't look like a typical Greek mom, and I can't bring her anywhere. Like, I'll take her out <laughs> shopping or something, and she'll she'll be walking through expensive stores and be like, oh, this shit? Like, out loud, like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here where you think I'm sick. <laughs> I, I don't. I I got the money. I could buy this right now. But, but Jessica, but I, I got I gotta say this, and, and this I'm is like, gonna hurt you your feelings. Jessica, this is gonna hurt your feelings. How old are you? Thirty-two. All right. I, I got I gotta I gotta let you in on a little something. What? That's you in the future. That's me now. <laughs> <laughs> At least you admit it. And like, Jessica, that's you. That's you in the future. Because no, I look at my dad and how very... he was. I was like, I'll never be like my dad. Did you get over like, get off my fucking lawn? It's like, oh we're my very, God. We're very different. But like, I mean, I do have like attitude in me. But I'm not yeah. like, listen, I'm, I'm, I was raised 
not like other people, they have their parents who are like, oh, be like your mom, be like your dad. Me, my mother talked to me very young and she was like, listen, don't be like your fucking mother. <laughs> Whatever you see me doing, do the opposite. And I've pretty much been that way my whole my whole mm -hmm. life. It's like my, my mother was, but there are similarities, of course. I'm right. You can't avoid it completely. No, no. I mean, but, no, my, my mother's very like tree. rough around the edges. I'm way more like polished and I compose myself a lot better than she does. She is not. But I'm still raw shit on the inside. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, I am, but but I'm not. It, like, it depends. I know how to word things a little bit better than my mother does. My mother does not give a fuck for anything. Good, because I call it the no. three Fs of life. Unless they feed, fuck, or finance you, why should you give a fuck what they think or say about I you? I do agree that, though, with that. Yeah. that. That is my thing, but but When you can whatever. live your life like that, you're going to find that you're going to be so much more happy and honest with yourself. Because like I was saying before, I know so many of these veteran blue check motherfuckers on social media, they yeah. got a lot of skeletons. And oh. like, but they sit there and they pretend on social media like they're this, that, that and the is, other. I know that one that's like into freaking, everyone. yeah. I know that one that's closeted. Everyone. Yeah, I know, I know a major veteran influencer that's closeted. And it's like. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm kind of like, why don't well, you just come out? Nobody's going to fucking care. I mean, if they do, who gives a shit? You know, see, this is the thing. Like, the conservatives kind of lose a lot in a way because. They, they try to be like way too buttoned up, way too freaking square. And it's like, this yes. is not the same Republican Party of like yes. 1980 and 1990. Thank you. You've got where to it was like, yes. Where it was like all of these like, you know, old rich white men. Right now, a lot of the people who consider themselves Republican or at least just vote red, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of them are ex-Democrats. Yeah. They're part of the communities and people who were like, we want freedom of speech. We want freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists, because that's those are the people, creative types. Yeah, they can't just be like censored. So it's a very different, it's a very different um, crowd now. <clears throat> and that's why, like, I've gone to some conservative events, and I'm just like, why are we sitting here talking about abortion? Nobody here really cares. Like, that's not like the number one issue right now. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, if you wanted to talk about abortion with me in like 2015. Wonderful. We could talk about it. But in 2022, when people can't even afford to put food on the table in a lot of places, um, there's people who can't afford to get to work because of the price of gas. So they're like, I have to get to work, but I can't afford to drive myself there and I need to drive myself right. there. And so now I'm like in this catch 22 of like, Where you're fiscally on do I do? yeah. So these people, like abortion is not even, it's not even in the top 50 of our freaking issues right now, to be very honest. I'm not saying it's a wonderful thing. I'm not right. saying we should celebrate abortion. I think it's disgusting the way that it's being marketed. But I think even really the situation towards, like, should young have, girls, yeah. As, like, even that situation proud. should make you be more a little cautious. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I want to ask you this, though. No, no, I, we're going to take some questions from the Rumble chat because I got a lot of dudes that want to ask you some questions. Oh, God. Uh, no, nothing inappropriate. Or maybe Normal we will. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You, already opened, you already opened the feet in the OnlyFans door, so it's game on at this point. Rumble chat, I'm taking your questions. But I do want to ask you this, though. As a woman in contemporary times, when you are looking to date a man, uh, okay. when you're in the dating scene, mm -hmm. what are the qualities that you're actually looking for? And be honest here. Ideally, a pacemaker. <clears throat> A pacemaker? Ideally. Like, you know, he should have something wrong with his heart if he's like 80 years old and has like a lot of money. I was hoping that's not what you meant. I was really hoping that's not what you meant. That's always my favorite answer. She can't when I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like, you know, listen, a love like, listen, would it be the worst thing in the world if like I found the kind of love that Anna Nicole Smith found with that Howard Marshall or whoever the hell his name was? You're going to fuck an 80 year old dude. You're going to fuck a 90 year old dude. 
absolutely. Give me some champagne, dim the lights. We've already probably like all the same movies and music anyway. <laughs> I fucking love this. I love it. Go I on, go on. I haven't, but I'm not saying I would. <laughs> go on. Uh, I mean, you know, I like to sleep early. He's going to want the early bird special. Like, it all works. It really, like, I'm supposed to be with an old man. I just don't. Anyway. Clearly, this is not the woman I should be talking to on dating advice for men. This is totally I'm, off subject. I'm, okay, so that, listen, that's okay, my, my, my joke of an answer. That's I like, know. you know, all jokes have some truth to them, so whatever. But uh, what do I look for in a man? Is that what you asked? Yeah. They have to be normal. They have mm -hmm. to be normal in the head, and they have to be very, like, I like men who are masculine. They like to lead. They're not. They're not betas, basically. Like right. I, I like men who they know their role and they know my role, and that's mm -hmm. that's that, and it's very clear. Um, and then obviously, like all the bullshit of like great sense of humor and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they have to be good people, mm -hmm. <clears throat> good people, good head on their shoulders. They have to be a little bit busy because I've dated guys who have like way too much time on their hands, and it's like, yeah. don't you have somewhere to be? Like, go make they, money, they go to, to be the more gym, clingy, right? Yeah, like go to the gym, go make money. Like, why are why do you have so much time? I don't like that. I've seen that with women, and I'm not saying it's just them. I've seen, it's men too. I it's mean, just I that have, when you're I have not, all when you're the not time pursuing, in the world, but yeah, I when don't, you're not pursuing I, like, something worth a shit, that's when you tend to come off mm -hmm. as more clingy. You're you become very codependent, which is not yeah. healthy in a relationship. You've got to maintain no. your own independence and the things that you love because I love. I got. I still get busted for this, but I don't feel like I love tango. I love Argentinian tango. I think it's a sexy romantic dance. I think dance. I've seen you <clears throat> post things like that. I, think I love recently, it. right? That was mm -hmm. you. I've been doing it for like two years, but it's a very. Good for you. It's the most hardest dance there is. But everybody needs a hobby. Exactly. So everybody needs a hobby. Oh, I agree. But when I told my pre my my current girlfriend, I told her, I was like, look, I still do fencing. I still do tango. I still do a lot. I still go to the gym every day. And she does the gym too, which I really love yeah. that. But I told her, it's like, when we're together, I'm not pushing pause on these hobbies. These no. take priority because this you is who I am. You have to maintain a sense of self because a lot of the times what happens yeah. with people is they become so enmeshed yes. that it's like, eventually you kind of like, are like, wait a minute, this isn't even the person that I agreed to to like who or you lose yourself you lose yourself yeah, you, in that you, relationship you lose yourself and it's it, it's just not healthy it's so much better for everybody to just maintain that sense of self and you have to give like some space so that you when you come together you have things to talk about and you also have time to like miss each other a bit yeah, yeah. Um, i think that's why with the lockdowns i think it destroyed so many relationships yeah because we weren't put on this earth to be with anybody 24 7 i agree um you <clears> need to have some some distance no, listen nobody is that great 24 7 no. like we don't sometimes i don't want to deal with myself 24 7 <laughs> like let alone like and i'm fantastic i love my own company i'm an only child i love being alone but like you know mm -hmm. it's just not not natural you have to maintain a sense of self but <clears throat> look i like men who are like ambitious and they have mm. goals and they have things that they want to do and they're busy <clears throat> and they do That's... their thing and they vote red <laughs> I can see that. That's the one That's commonality I see in every single woman That's out there. That's my first question. I'm like, uh, what What do you think about Dr. Fauci? What do you think about Bill Gates? Um, and who did you vote for? Those are my, my first questions. Back in the day, people used to be like, oh, what do they do for a living? I'm like, I never even asked that. I'm just yeah. like, I assume they're... 
figuring it out. I tell most of <laughs> these dudes, I have a guy that's a friend of mine, uh, and he's very beta. He's very, he's not, but that's because of his upbringing. He, you know, he was a, he was raised by a single mom, mm. very passive. You know, I had the, I, I was raised by a single mom, but I had the army to grow me the fuck up. Yeah. He didn't. Um, but he was telling me, it's like, you know, John's like, I just, I'm not good with women. What should I be doing? I was like, number one, get to the gym. You look like a fat slob. Women aren't into that. And if she is into that, that's not the one you want to be with. And you wouldn't want that in a woman either. Cause sexual no. attraction is a key indicator. Number two, I was like, here's the biggest you thing that turns women always- on. <clears throat> yourself up you always have to even when you even when you get married does it doesn't stop because also think about it this way most most relationships don't last forever no so you could be dumped or want to break up with somebody at any time you want to go back into the dating scene (laughs) with a six pack you want to you want to be you don't want to be embarrassed of presenting yourself you want to feel like okay i have a shot here you know that's why like Women hate when I say this, but if you've had children, no, you have to get your body back. Oh, that's true. You that's have true. to. I don't want to hear this, but I have. That, yeah. I, dudes don't want to admit it, and women get mad at me for saying this, but no, you cannot. You cannot look like different by that much. Everybody's gonna change over the years. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. gonna look like that's what age does. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but. You can't be fat and just give up after. You, Especially you have a if you want a guy to come into I your life that and you've got one or mother. two kids, it's not gonna happen. I learned <clears> that from my mother. My mother had me, and she got into like the best shape of her life. Like she dropped weight so freaking fast. But it's you have to keep yourself up. You have to, mm-hmm. for for the health of the relationship, and also just in case the relationship doesn't go so well. Yeah, you have to look. You have to. You have to look. You know. You have to look good. You have to keep yeah. that going. It's very important. It is on both sides of this. It's not just the women, it's also the men. But the one thing that I've seen women want the most that I think a lot of men fail to offer or at least pursue is ambition. They have no ambition. Um, I could never see myself being with somebody that has no ambition. They're just fine doing a nine to five. It's like, I'm okay making minimum wage. Like, no, absolutely not. Because I want to go places. I want to do things. If you're not ambitious, are you going to make, are you going to help push me? Because I doubt it. If you can't even push yourself, push yourself. How are you going to push me? So I think a lot of men, they don't really have a lot of things going on in their lives. But <clears throat> here's the here's the other side of that coin, though. Women want men to have all the, I want him to have six figures, six foot two, nice body, great person, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll sit there and I'll ask him, I was like, what do you present to the, What do you bring to the table outside of your appetite? Sex? Okay, I can get that from anywhere, including myself. What do you bring to the table that makes you valuable to me as a man? And a lot of these women are kind of like, oh, I was like, yeah. Absolutely. What makes you so valuable? Do you have a great personality? See, I don't give a shit about heights. I don't give a shit about what they look like. I don't care about anything. For me, it's if there's a connection, there's a connection. If there isn't, there isn't. That's like the starting off point. Everything else is kind of a bonus. Of course, Mm -hmm. you don't you don't want to date somebody who's broke. You just don't want to do that because it's just it's it's not going to be fun, especially a woman dating. a guy. Like it's just the dynamic is going to be all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you, you know, like these girls were like, Oh, I want him to have a six pack and he needs to be at least six feet tall and he needs to make this much money and he needs to have all mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, you are so limiting. You're like, who are you looking for? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's <laughs> less, less than 1% of the men in this country. There's always going to be something like you think that like all of these things are like all of the things that you want, but there's also going to be a lot of things that you don't want. And everybody like, I think it's more important to know what you really don't want and really don't want to tolerate, like your real true deal breakers, Mm -hmm. than it is to have all of these prerequisites of everything they must have. Like, there's a lot of like, these are the must, these are the would be nice, and these are the absolute no. Yeah. And you learn that over time. 
I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, and they might, all... those lists might change like throughout yeah. your life. And different I mean, yeah, stages. your priorities change as you go. Like yeah. when you're younger, you just want to party, drink, fucking all this stuff. When yeah, you get like, older, it's like, okay, now I'm more career times, focused. There's times where I've seen guys that I'm just like, oh, if I was 18 right now, I would really, I would really be into this guy. But I'm like, I, I have a brain now, and I know that that's not. Red Hulk not in the chat says idea. Jesus was poor. Are you saying you're Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're kind of like leaving Jesus out one half of the statement. Jesus could make money and get around. First of all, he had apostles, so like everything's taken care of. Okay, so Jesus, Jesus found the way. Okay. I just like poor. Jesus was poor, so you're saying you're Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm poor, but I'm not Jesus. It's not the same thing. Jess, we got to wrap it up. It's almost two hours. I want, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I found thank Jessica through me. political commentary, stuff like that. I love what she stands for. She's not afraid to speak her mind on shit, no. which we need more of. Uh, where can everybody find you on social media? I wish I could shut up more often. Fuck no, just, don't shut up. I can't help my damn self. If I think something, I have to say it. It's like my thing. But say it. You can find me at Jessica Harlow on Instagram and literally anything else I do will be on there. So, so I imagine your YouTube where you do, where you used to do uh, makeup tutorials. I, I don't bring up YouTube. That's like such a sore subject for me. I hate oh, that. I, didn't know that. I had such an issue with them from way prior to like me even being a mouth. Like they so screwed. Me. Don't get me started. Let's, let's end this right here. Cause this is a sore subject for me. I hate YouTube. <laughs> Let's do an episode two then. I'd love to bring you back and talk about that if you're okay with that. I'll think about it. All right. Okay. All right, Jessica Harlow. Big thank you for tuning in today, Jessica. Thank you for, thank you for coming on the me. show. This was such a great conversation. It was. It really was. I knew it would be because that it feels like your personality is a lot <laughs> like mine. Like you love to fucking talk and you say shit that's actually honest and real. That's rare. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Likewise. A big thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye. Well, that completes it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you for tuning in today to the All-American Savage Show podcast. Don't forget this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Make sure, if you want, to get a free mug. You use code MUG for orders on $50 or more. I'm trying to navigate the freaking, uh, (laughs) trying to navigate the damn streamline that I got coming on. We're still live. But anyway, um, ShellshockCBD.com. Orders over $50 or more, use code MUG. Get a free mug. You want it signed and autographed? We can do it. We can make that happen. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for all your love and support. You guys are wonderful. And if you really want to help us out, share the podcast, share the episode, tag your friends. Uh, This is on Rumble, and uh, we upload this after to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, you name it. Here it is. So... And then you have these assholes in the chat, like the man's 316 says that was painful. No, it's a great conversation. You're just a fucking loser. Like that was undoubtedly a great conversation. And you're so focused on this other shit. You don't sound like much of a man. I'll probably just ban you right after this. Anyway, talk to you later. Thank you for being here. You guys have a wonderful day. And as always, you stay Savage America.